Welcome back to the Garden State Revelry. My name is Michael Michael Motorcycle, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host with the most, this juror number five, Jerry. Hey! <laughs> what up, Mike? Ah, You're not allowed to disclose that information. The case is still ongoing as of today. Ongoing. Ongoing. God, it's been so long since I've heard you say those words. <sighs> Welcome back to the Garden State Revelry. You love it. You love to hear it. You love to hear it. You love to be up in the loft. I don't want to go too long without introducing Mr. Rocky Calvo and the ones and twos. What's going on, Rock? Gosh golly. Happy to be (laughs) up here. Was that good? Was that one? That's what you've been practicing? Still working on the tagline. God. Who are you? (laughs) Who are you? I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Guys, I've been practicing my tagline. <laughs> we did get a whole speech that the tagline I came prepared tonight. He's wearing his Garden State rubbery shirt, which much appreciate. Darn tootin'. You know, That's a good gosh one golly, darn tootin'. Anyway, here's Bobby Schmurda. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is a conundrum. And our producer is 93 years old. Welcome, please. Fresh off painting for gold. <laughs> oh, who is the mystery Ooh. guest? Tonight? Oh, hey. What was that? Uh, it's Mr. Rick Strip. Hi, guys. What is going on? Uh, not much. Glad to Rick, be here. Rick, Rick Rubio. Ricky Rubio. Rick Strip. All kinds of nicknames for this guy. That's right. Um, it's great to have you up here, Rick. I've been waiting to come here. We've been talking about it a while. I know. It's yeah. been too long, and now you're finally here. It's been too long since we recorded an episode. It has This been. episode being number 112. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If you remember the classic 112 hit, anyway. This is a banger. I think we're going to talk more than we probably should about 112 tonight. Yeah. Just, if, if we're you opening can never talk up too this much way, about 112. It's the people forgot about 112, and you know what? He's he's clearly in someone's personal movie theater watching strippers on a big screen. Having not heard this song in a long time, and I definitely don't remember what it's about, it's got to be about having sex anywhere you want to, right? That's what (laughs) all R&B songs are about. That looks like the house from Belly, too. What do you guys think? It's uh, Hype Williams directed this video, and he directed Uh, Belly, so. God, I'm so smart! Yeah. They don't make these uh, these jams like they used to. It's unfortunate. That's what I'm saying. I fucking loved 112. Was this song really about having sex anywhere? What is called anywhere? Yes. You ever think about that though? Like these are songs that we had on in school, like school dances. Middle school. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to make a joke there, but uh, oh, (laughs) oh, he's back. He's back, baby. It'll land at some point. (laughs) Yeah. Episode 112. We got Rick Strip up in the loft. We yep. got 112 jams for days. They have quite the catalog now. I can I think go about on it. and on about 112. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I'm sure we'll be playing a few more of these uh, throughout the night. <laughs> As we should. I want to actually get to know more about them. Like, I don't know a single member of this group. Maybe we should give them a little bit more credit than that. He's I think one favorite. of them is named Slim. Yeah, Slim. That's yeah, Slim. He's yeah. my favorite. He's got the high voice. You know what I always wondered about 112? Like, and all the pictures you see in videos, obviously planned, they have the same outfit on, right? You think they just did that on regular days, too? Like, just oh, hanging out all in the same so. white suit? Oh, hell no. no. The shirt that was super flowy and entirely too big for you? Yeah. The oversized like the suit. satin pajama vibe. shirt? Yeah. yeah. I was watching, uh, re-watching uh, the Jordan, The Last Dance, Ooh. and the guy 
Look, he was always stylish, but the ill-fitting suit was in for a while oh, there. Oh. I was like, this guy had more money than God. Every company wanted to smatter him with money. He was turning sponsorship deals down. And he's just rocking the worst suit on earth. Like, the, it's like, the hey, 90s, can you make it not fit? With the long jacket, too, that like went to mid-thigh? 100%. Yeah, the oh. 90s were rough on everyone. I don't think there was a good-looking <laughs> sunglasses. There wasn't a good-looking short. That's fair. But Shorts yeah. are just always tough, man. Yeah. I, I love them, but they, I mean, look, you're, t- you're rolling the dice. Isn't it wild how shorts, in at least basketball particularly, they get real short and then they start to get longer and longer and longer. It's and back to short back now. Back to like short. Weird. Like, Yo, I was watching one of the, the March Madness games with one of the like scrub teams that looked like it was in a high school gymnasium. And they looked like they were in like, briefs. This dude was like 300 pounds and it looks like he had the wrong shorts on. Yeah. <laughs> That's back in now. Whoopsie uh, daisy. There was also a game that I watched. <laughs> there was also a game Gosh that I watched golly. in March Madness where there were guys on both sides. Like some dudes had the huge baggy and one styles and other guys were rocking ones that looked like they were uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, that, that's what I'm saying. This guy looked like he was wearing his girlfriend's shorts. Like, it, <laughs> they didn't fit. Like, it was an accident. But it wasn't. But this guy was pudgy, too. Like, he shouldn't have even been playing basketball. And fun fact, Jordan was the first one to actually wear the longer shorts. He correct. was. That is correct. Do you know why? Because we all just watched... Uh, no, no. Do you know day. why he wore the bigger shorts? Because no. he wore his other shorts underneath. He yeah, wore his college Carolina. shorts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Regular shorts wouldn't fit. Interesting. Also, probably a huge dong or something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> helps. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Gotta let nah. it breathe. <laughs> Gotta let it breathe. Nah, no, no huge dong on that guy. Jordan, huge prick. <laughs> hey, Jerry, will you grab me but, like, a great canteen vodka oh, soda? Fuck, I don't even remember how to do this anymore. <laughs> we typically would uh, go ahead and just jump right into whatever we're drinking yeah. and have a cheers at the top of the show. Oh, fuck. We got so excited cheers? about having sex anywhere we want. Yeah. Which flavor do you want, buddy? Which Dude, happens when grab me a cucumber on mint. I feel like I'm going to be the only chump who drinks it. <laughs> no, I'll get one. Cucumber. All right, so canteen <laughs> vodka sodas. Thank you. God, I can't um, believe I forgot how to do the show. <laughs> What's the cucumbers Can't. from? Uh, Hardball. That's no. Isn't that the Hardball? Team's called? With Keanu Reeves, classic hit. Dude, there's a whole video on cucumbas with this guy. It's he's a like, guy, yeah. He's a Jamaican doctor that made a bunch of viral videos. You've probably heard it up here when we've played this before. He's on talking about show. Hardball and the team name. I think it's the cucumbas. We'll find out. That's that Google machine. The cacambas. <laughs> I was close. I was close. <laughs> I'm going to just spell it for those of you who this isn't playing for right now. It's K-E-K-A-M-B-A-S. And while I will admit that is not very far and sounds phonetically... It's not bad. Like, a little bit like cucumbas. You guys cried cucumbas. the first time you saw that movie. I guarantee it. God well, damn right. I'm for, still crying. Just the first yeah. time? G-Baby, are you kidding for me? For those lost, we're Why talking about... Why do you think we need the smelling salts We're to talking about show. 2001's Hardball, starring Keanu Reeves <laughs> and G-Baby. Tear Don't jerker. give any spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> it was 20 years ago. We're finding think about out. that. Yeah, we're finding That's out crazy. recently. Okay, we are oh. drinking canteen vodka sodas Cheers. because our guest Cheers, of honor, boys. Mr. Rick Strip, requested them, which thank you, Rick, because it's almost summer and I am on the keto again. And I am too. To keep it tight. You look like you got a lot of energy from it. That's <laughs> obviously why I drink them too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about my diet. Mm, I'm so excited for my cheat day tomorrow, though. What you getting? What you getting? 
I don't know yet, man. Oh, I can't on. think ahead like that. Oh, you got to. You go pizza. You go like Chinese food. Do you go like what's what's your like? Did the dive-in meal? Sorry. Usually pizza, mm. something with bread. Mm. <laughs> Anything with carbs. That sounds like a really fun existence. <laughs> I can get down with that. What's your favorite uh, pizza place in Princeton? Ooh. Conti's. Conti's? Conti's is delicious for a certain style of pizza. There are other styles of pizza that are also delicious. Jules Thin Crust is Ooh, very delicious crust. in its own right. Never heard of it. Never been. Sure. They do a healthier, like, thin crust square pizza. Nice. Jersey just got number one pizza state. As if we needed a article or something to tell us that though. Right. everybody knows that <laughs> well, everybody that's here knows that yeah yeah for sure um you'd I, be hard pressed to find a guy in connecticut that would agree with that yeah i mean it, it's interesting when you're out of state and you go to like someone's like favorite pizza spot they're like oh you're gonna fucking love this and then it ends up being like a DiGiorno pizza. Oh, it's like, the worst anyway. hate it catch up i went hate to catch up <laughs> you said connecticut i went to connecticut a couple years ago with uh my old boss who also owned a pizza place and we like looked up Best pizza in the area, and we went, and it was fucking god awful. <laughs> it was I terrible. It. Like it was like ranked on some Connecticut website, like places you must go for pizza, and it was it was like Stouffer's French See, bread. And like I feel like those websites should never include the outlier pizza style. Yeah, where that's... where you're like, yeah, it's pizza because oh, yeah. it's crust and you know a little bit of bread, like some dough, it cheese sauce. It qualifies as pizza, yeah. but it's not pizza like you're thinking pizza. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever had Detroit-style pizza? Anytime you have to say a style in front of it, it's not pizza. There no. it is. There it is. Detroit-style pizza. Delicious, but it's essentially like oiled-up, pan-fried, deep-dish, but like constructed focac- like New York. But, like, it's this, I mean, it's two focaccia. inches of dough. Yeah. It's focaccia. And then they're, they're, it's Elio's. That's what it is. It's Elio's pizza, and it's even maybe a little thicker, but, like, comes out fresh at a good Detroit place. And it's good, but, again, I'm not. I guess they do that because they can't make good actual pizza, though, so they got to switch it up, right? I don't know if you just invent your own style. Warm. Yeah, you got to stand out. Wow. Those Detroit winners, man. Isn't um, Vincent's Pizza place um, owned by a good friend of the show? Good friend of the show. <laughs> Good friend of the show. <laughs> Mike Sh- <laughs> Ranked ninth on their top ten by TripAdvisor. Papa's, I think Papa's is the best out of the Hamilton joints. Papa's is banging. DiLorenzo's is I'm nice. a Brother's Pizza guy forever. Brothers? brothers? Yeah. yeah. I get their um, chicken bacon ranch all the time. Bomb. Do, do you guys have a Shout famous, out to Brother's Pizza. Not famous. A favorite like restaurant, like your absolute favorite restaurant. Yeah, Fuck Cheesecake yeah. Factory. I don't remember restaurants. <laughs> really, it's been no, so long no, since no, I've no, been no. there. And I want, I wanted to kind of get into this, and we can go to the favorite restaurant because I think yeah. that's a good, that's a good segue. But um, something that um, has been near and dear to my heart my whole life, working in restaurants and seeing like all these local places really struggle through this pandemic, and now with things opening back up, I know Rick and I. Met in a restaurant. We and did. It was fucking magical. Love it first. And sight. there was unicorns, and there was also sparkles, and and everyone was covered in glitter. No, it was just a. It that was sounds just... exactly like the Quaker Bridge Mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we worked at a restaurant, and and like you know, I've always loved the industry. I've always loved that um, pace, the talking with people. I, you know, um, 
and it just went away like overnight. And I know you were at a restaurant at the time, Rick. So I I was wanted to get into it because it's like highlight some of these local joints that people need to fucking get back out and support. Honestly, any place local. Yeah. Like if you're going out, don't uh, make your first trip out to a restaurant to like Cheesecake Factory or Applebee's or something like that. No like, franchises. Yeah, just yeah, because those places are going to be just fine forever. Uh, but the local guys are hurting bad. A lot of them. Places have closed. Um, people who are out of work are back to work now, but not making any money. There's still like moderate restrictions here and there. Just you know, pick the place around the corner from you that even if you've never been there, just go somewhere local. Always. Everything's fully open in May 19th. By yeah. The way. Yep. May 19th in Jersey. Yep. Rock's a big PA guy. We're not sure. We're not oh. sure. Have to Google it. Can we know. talk about the? Early glory days because there was some great, great nights over there at the Lawrenceville Grill. Remember that place? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that place. Uh, there was so much going on there, um, in large part due to Rick and and another guy near and dear to my heart, Mr. Al, Uncle Al. <laughs> and we'll just leave it at Al for now in case he doesn't want to be. Hit. I can see him being really widely like private. Yeah. About not being on the airwaves, Absolutely. but also coming on the show and then saying too much, which we've had done before, which mm-hmm. was hilarious. Um, people are like, I don't want any identifiers. And then they're like, my daughter, who you know, and <laughs> and you could definitely connect the dots. Yeah, but who would have thought late nights at the mall bar? It's all about the, the staff, man. Yeah. Any place could be cool with the right staff. Big facts. Ain't that the hours, truth, then it's more reason to go local. Exactly. After yeah. hours... Closed down mall, some of the wildest nights. Mm-hmm. So much fun. You're watching the dude just buff out that marble, marble floor. <laughs> Headphones in, living a dream. Seniors are just raring to walk it in the morning. That's right. It's like a scene out of a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> it's not not. I'll, I'll give you that. Dancing on the bar tops to, like, EDM music in a mall shopping center bar. It was great, mall, the Quaker Bridge Mall. Maybe, maybe late night karaoke. Maybe late, my uh, favorite was the mall staff coming for their lunch break, quote unquote, and like just slugging a couple of vodka the, sodas the, down. The best part of working there during the day on weekdays is definitely the cast of characters that would be like, I get like uh, three shots of. Yeah, I have to. I have to be back oh. to work in fourteen minutes. Yeah. I'm listening to H and M's looping track of the same trendy Ten songs. The <laughs> only thing better than that, the regulars that were uh, only around Christmas time when like. Husband and wife would be shopping for st- shit, and wife would send husband to get some gift to some store, and he'd be like, "Yo, if my wife comes in, tell her, don't tell her I was here." And he'd come back like six times just for a shot and leave again. <laughs> it's honestly smart though. Like, like no, sh- it's not though. Like, you go back, you smell like Southern Comfort. She's gonna know. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if the wife is shopping and you have like a minute to like enjoy a, a crisp beer, it always put me in such a tough position though, because like he'd come back in. And I'd want to be like, hey, Well, buddy. that was always the thing. They would come in. Yeah. The couple. Yeah. And sit uh, at the bar. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, guy, I've never seen before. <laughs> Hello. Oh, there. Yeah, we got your card couple. on file. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want to add to the tab you've had going today or start a new one? <laughs> Good times, Very expensive Good dinner. Times. But yeah, so favorite restaurant. Let's get back to it. Let's go favorite local restaurant. Ooh, that's oh, for sure. Tough, that is tough. That is tough. I'll go first. My what my 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 local haunt is has always been will always be and it's cheesy and it may not even qualify as an actual restaurant. <laughs> but it's Varsity's Pizza. Ooh, that's a good call. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. And you know what? I'll I'll go there as if he opens for breakfast, I'll see you. I'll see you there for a bacon egg and cheese. 
and they put buffalo sauce on that, that'd be probably the best bacon, egg, and cheese you ever had in your life. Because they do <laughs> and the they best. they put buffalo sauce on that? <laughs> <laughs> Their buffalo sauce is top notch. Their buffalo sauce I mean, is second I don't know if it gets better. Oh, I agree. Man, that's tough. I need one of those right now. Yeah, dude, tell me about it. That shit. Buffalo mm. bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that um, because I was, I was, might have a rotating favorite. It's between two. Okay. But I feel like you got to stick with the the original, right? And mine is definitely China Chef. Their beef on a oh. stick is unfucking believable. <laughs> Shout out China Chef. But beef on a stick. Malaja. Yeah. He's not laughing at China Chef. He's I'm laughing <laughs> at cultural cultural expert beef on a stick. <laughs> yeah, you know about it. It's the most delicious meal you'll ever ever taste. Yeah. No, China Chef is banging. Yo, do we China know about China Chef? We grew up right in the corner, dude. China Hell yeah, that's good. <laughs> It's not like every... I, I always tell people, I'm like, how do you like your Chinese food? Do you like it, like, the cheapest place? Or or do you like it, like, refined? Like, you know when P.F. Chang's came out and everyone's like, oh, this is amazing. And I was like, this, I, That's I was not like, Chinese this is food. good, but it's not Chinese food. No. Like, like, I'm used to it, right? Yeah. China Chef just toes both lines. I'm like, if you like, like, really cheap, you want just, like, pork fried rice that it's a kind of nasty... It's got the same be. old thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's not China Chef. Not China, China Chef. China Chef's a little elevated from it's that. Elevated, they it's have a the chandeliers. They that. do have the chandeliers. But it, it's, <laughs> it's the dish. They I don't never think I've ever eaten Chinese under a chandelier. Oh, yeah. you are missing out. Oh my god! <laughs> it was family owned. Yep. That old yep. guy was always your waiter. Always your waiter. He never said a word. He just filled your water a million and times. And brought the you crispy boys. Fin- we used to try to finish our waters. Yeah. Can't before he filled them, can't do it. And it, we, I don't think we ever successfully. That crispy, sounds like a fun game. Yeah. It's a never-ending bowl of crispy noodle boys that you yeah. dip into oh, the, the sweet and sour sauce. Boys, yeah. Oh my oh, god! Right, China chef. Good times. You can't eat their dining room yet. They give you the like, full bowl of the duck sauce too. I guess we yeah. know what you're getting for your cheat meal tomorrow. <laughs> no, no. You know what? I never go towards Chinese food for some reason. Hmm. I mean, I love Chinese food, but. You can get away with Chinese on keto. Yeah, that's the thing. I can get like, it's mostly meats. So like, I like to go more bready carby on my cheat days. Yeah, this boy will just have like a whole pizza. A pizza or like a nice hoagie sandwich or like a cheesesteak. Mm. Some with oh, bread. Did we talk about this before? You're going to have to remind me, Jerry, because last episode was a while ago. When it becomes a hoagie or when it's a hoagie, but then it becomes a sandwich. Like, I feel like. If you take a hoagie roll, right? Call it an Italian long roll. You call it whatever you want. Torpedo roll. If you cut it all the way through, you just made it a sandwich. Same same exact ingredients. Oh. If it's cut all the way through, that's a sandwich. Yeah, it's fancy. Interesting. That's too fancy. No, that's if hoagie you, haven. If you Whoa. They cut all the way through. What are you talking about? No, uh, I, I just had hoagie haven like three days ago. No, they and don't. it did not cut all the way through. I will put bank on it right now, dog. I get their Italian hoagie, they cut it all the way through. Oh, uh, maybe they're Italian hoagie, but... Yeah, and we're talking about hoagies. Well, I got something... It was on the long roll. I would be like... Yeah, they the toast the rolls flat on the flat top and then put everything in it. It's, they don't cut through. I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna do I got one la- like last week. It's not a bad maybe. idea. <laughs> first, first time I ever had it sober, though, and it was yeah. weird. Did they cut it through? They didn't cut it through? No. Oh, what the fuck? They just don't like you because maybe you say through golly me. willikers or whatever the fuck. <laughs> golly willikers? Yo, good one. Yo, like that. give this man a sandwich. <laughs> Can I get a gosh darn sandwich? Are they just cutting it through for me then? Yeah, cut that? it all the way through for this guy. <laughs> now they're going to. They're going to hear this. God and- damn, my bad. <laughs> Another great spot. Yeah, that this place is, is uh, top notch. Uh, my favorite stories of Hoagie Haven is like the amount of times they've been cited and... <laughs> Shut down for health violations. So what? <laughs> Yo, no, that's what I love exactly. about them. Yeah. 
I mean, they from keep working, coming back. I've worked in bars and restaurants for 20 years, roughly, which makes me sound super old. Front like, line. my dad had a bar when I was a kid, so I grew up in that industry, but most places have things that could be health violations. Little suspect. Actually, yeah. all places all, have. For sure. I would yeah. say all places. All. I worked in sandwich shops and yeah. pizza shops. Yeah. There's, like, some just some shit. You're just like, oops. It's just a matter of what they got health violations for. Yeah. Right. Like, is it because 19 people got herpes from a sandwich, or is it just because, like, someone didn't wear gloves when they... Major, mm-hmm. I think it's something with their grid, grill, right? It was like they didn't clean the grill a certain way. Well, which that's makes the thing. Essentially, like, great. essentially, I can see the pattern, right? They have like an A because they just reopened after their most recent health violations. They clean the place exactly, and yeah. then they have to pass literally everything. And then it's like it gets a little dirtier. dirtier. It's also a lot of gross. The guy comes by again. It's like they get a B. And then he's like, I gotta shut you down. You gotta see that. Like, fuck, we gotta fucking clean the place. There's again. a lot of local <laughs> politics that go into that bullshit, too, right? Though. Really? And oh, I, yeah, I didn't know that. I've worked at places that literally never once had a physical inspector in there and still got inspections passed. Interesting. Because it's just like who you know and what you know. and yeah, it's like Or like I'm- you get a heads up like, hey, they're coming tomorrow morning. Make sure you're cleaned and like you <laughs> move those wires that are hanging over the deep fryer and shit like that. Right. That's pretty wild. It's another thing, like change the oil. Like yeah. A lot of times they just don't change the oil. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, fun Lawrence Grill story that you just brought up. Do you remember the heat lamp? I sure do. I got electrocuted by that fucking <laughs> Me thing. Me too. That's what I was just thinking. You, so you were saying, oh, the wires that are hanging out. I'm like, yeah. that thing used to fuck me that up. That thing zapped me real good. shift. And Eleazar just laughed at me for an hour. Yeah, 100%. That guy was scary. Eleazar, Eleazar, if you're out there, I will still to this day feed you Heinekens whenever yeah, whatever, you need them. Whatever you want. <laughs> I'll, I'll pour them into your mouth for you. You're terrifying. Man had full-blown stab wounds on, on his skull. On his head. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yup. Now that's gangster. Yup. Knife was still in there. <laughs> you know how I knew he was scary when he would show up to work super hammered and like nobody would send him home or fire him. It's just like, oh, not gonna tell him though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a badass <laughs> name too. Yeah, yeah. He was a badass dude. It was Bob a real. He was actually a real sweetheart. <laughs> he was uh, until he was drunk and angry. Yeah. Well, hey. Or until like the nineteen-year-old waitress made him mad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but that was always my favorite part about him was uh, it was like you just knew to stay on his good side. And you knew, like, deep down there was, right. like, a sweetheart. But you uh, had to know that. Yeah. And you could, like, yeah. in so many ways you could tell somebody, but until you experience the other side for yourself, you wouldn't necessarily, like, fully understand, right? You'd be like, huh, well, yeah, but, I mean, every once in a while, like, if I need to tell him that this really isn't medium rare, you know, and I got to get a little stern with him, I'm going to do that. And it's like, I wouldn't. I used to <laughs> literally the whole restaurant would be like, yeah. no. I used I to love being the manager there, and the girls would be like, "Can you can you tell him that this was cooked wrong?" And I'd be like, "Nope, that's on you." <laughs> Is he of Latin descent? Uh, yeah, he's he Guatemalan. Was Guatemalan. Yeah. Oh, Guatemalan. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sweethearts to the core, but also have that fuego after some liquid courage. I don't know that I would be going down the whole. I know Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna die on that ledge. <laughs> no, I worked with a lot of. Uh, oh, Guatemalans! Yeah, uh, let me quantify them as a people. A lot of the, <laughs> a, a lot of the cooks I worked with were Guatemalans, and they were sweethearts. But uh, also, yeah. the only thing I will categorically say about all the Guatemalans I worked with is, don't call them anything but Guatemalan. Yeah, like if you call them Mexican <laughs> by accident or Puerto Rican or anything else, like just. Just kill yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got yeah. the f- they're, they're sweet, and then the fire turns on. You gotta. I mean, I think the uh, point being here, Guatemala, like situations, <laughs> situations in Guatemala. I think it's great. Got well, that's, rough there, yeah, and yeah. you you like you fed for yourself. Yeah, he grew. He told us some stories some nights. He like did. he grew up in some ways that like you only see in movies and TV shows. So 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I want to honestly repeat them, but no, so I'm not juicy. going to. They're yeah. so juicy. I heard let's just say you weren't joking about the stab wounds on his skull. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, support local restaurants. Oh, uh, anyway, <laughs> my favorite restaurant. Uh, but no, yeah, a guy was fucking scary. What are you gonna do? I don't know if I. Speaking have a of scary, restaurant. you seen a good scary movie lately, Jerry? I know you like the scaries. I've been watching a lot, but I wouldn't say any are good lately. Agreed. Hmm. Are you a scary movie guy, Rick? Uh, I'm kind of an every movie guy, especially okay. having been like unemployed for the last year. Mm. I love that. And like still on a bar restaurant sleep schedule. So like yeah. my family's asleep by nine o'clock and I'm up till two in the morning. So I've pretty much watched every movie and TV show ever over the last year. But I haven't seen any new good scary there ones. There hasn't been any good new scary movies. Um did you watch The Son of Sam's new... I didn't. Oh, okay. I won't say anything then. Surprisingly, I didn't. You know, It I'm... just came out like two days ago, but it's oh. on Netflix. Oh. It's about The Son of Sam's. I'll probably watch it. I hate when you do this to me, Jerry. Just came out two days ago. Watched the entire thing. I'm well, it's like, like a limited... Well, it's a limited series documentary. I'm docu- usually that guy. <laughs> it's a limited series documentary, so it's like four or five episodes. But yeah, usually I watch stuff when it first comes out. It goes into the case, and like basically the guy that like figured out that David Berkowitz wasn't like acting alone as Son of Sam. It was like this whole Oh, it's a documentary. Yeah. Uh, that's why I haven't watched it. I'm not a big documentary guy. Oh, I love a good doc. Oh, I love a good doc this too. Is, this is fucking good, guys. Papa Doc. Apparently David doc. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away. It's all good. Hey, how about a, a Quiet Place Two's coming out? I'm very excited about this. Wait, what? Have you seen Quiet Place One? Yeah, is it called <laughs> Is it called Quiet Place? <laughs> is it called a Quiet Place Two? I don't know. Let's find out. Quiet Place Two. I'll be upset if it is called mm. that. You know what's interesting as you have uh, David Berkowitz over there, by the way? It listed his height. Why? I have no idea. It literally had like is he his... a tall guy? 5'8". Oh. Very regular. But why oh, Why did they need to list his height? You know, sometimes you need it. Do you ever do that? You look up like uh, people's heights just to like curiously... All the time. Isn't that tall? Yeah. All the time. No, you fucking insecure fucks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't... No! Well, that's because you're tall. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> is A Quiet Place a scary movie? Is it any good? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah? It's awesome. Quiet Place is a great movie. I wouldn't say it's a scary movie, but it, no, it's, it's probably, a thriller. It thriller. That's probably better. Yeah, it's definitely a thriller. Yeah. Goosey, goosebumps? Second, you haven't seen A Quiet Place? Dude, you know me. I no. know. This is the I'll worst. tell you what, I kind of What didn't... are you watching? I watched This is a Robbery recently, documentary. That was good. I watched it. On the that. Isabella Gadner Museum in Boston. I did watch that. Um, very good. Loved it. But I also, I watch it like 30 minutes before I'm going to go to sleep, which usually means 15 minutes of the show, and I am asleep. So I have to go back and be like, did I see this yet? Because I also watch five minutes when I wake up later (laughs) and realize that I fell asleep. So it's really confusing. Oh, baby, you got to figure out your watching schedule. You got to watch the shit. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) Oh, baby, you got to watch the shit you want to watch in your waking hours, and then when you know you're about to go to sleep, you throw on some dumb shit like... Triple D, or I've been watching My Caribbean Life. Ooh. What? (laughs) What is that? My Caribbean Life is a show (laughs) where people are house hunting in the Caribbean. I can't watch that. (laughs) Fuck them. Well, that's why I I throw it on at nighttime because it's like, oh, that house is dope. That house is dope. And it's like these people that are just like literally house hunting in like either St. Martin, St. Croix, Dominican Republic. But it's like, dude, That would just make me mad before sleep. It's cool because you're just looking at, <laughs> well, they don't go to like grandiose houses too. They go like, sometimes it's like a cabin for like 150. I always wish they'd do a show like that, but like people hunting for like a Section 8 <laughs> knockdown <laughs> house in Detroit or something like that. That show should exist. Yeah. I've always wanted to see that. 
Oh man. I, I mean, there's an opportunity there. There's no question. We got it. We should there's write it down. a market. Yeah, like, don't worry. Can we can get the blood down? stains gotcha. out of this floor. Oh, It'll this be is fun. a recent burn down. Yeah, exactly. We have an opportunity yeah. to rebuild. So I'm in and out of houses every day, and recently. Oh, just like the rest of the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Arm robbery or? Uh, no, for my <laughs> job. Um, uh, I like. It's so construction sales. Oh, okay. Um, but I was recently in a house in Trenton um, that they finished off the attic, very similar to the loft we're in right now. Um, but they had a crawl space that was three feet tall by about four foot wide. So I went up there to see how- In the attic. In the attic. Yeah. So it was like if we had an attic space above us here. That I can Wait a minute. What's yeah, the that's, there's very few reasons for that. Yeah, I'm nervous yeah, now. You ready for this? This, <laughs> this is so creepy. What section? What section? Um, it was more towards the, the Hamilton side. So okay. close to the grounds for sculpture. Okay. Uh, green, a relationship green. to first and ten. Really good chicken wings. Greenwood, uh, Hamilton Great Ave, Greenwood. Yeah. Great wings. Liberty sure. Street. Okay. Okay, um, okay. Parade route. Yeah, so I'm up and I'm crawling through this attic just looking at the woods, seeing how I was doing. And I got to the end of the attic, and on the pitch of the roof there was an opening, a little hatch, that had like um, kind of like a ladder and then carpets down that looked like someone was living in like a, they like put a kid up in the attic and then was there any the chains or handcuffs or anything like that? No, it was one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. I got my ass out of there so fast. What about was, poops? Was there I asked a dude, up there? he was like, I've never seen that before in my life. And I was like, dude, there's literally fucking carpet up there. Yes. Like you put somebody in there. It's fucking crazy. Maybe Anne Frank was there. I, shit. That's a good spot to hide though. <laughs> Creep me out. Why in the hell would that have happened? How old was the stuff? Did you get like a carbon dating on it? You know like the, the like, red like the lab um, results back? Iranian <laughs> throw rugs? The, the half life? That's what was down there. That shit was crazy. Was it maybe like a smoke spot? No. You was it big wanna, enough to? Dude, I was, it was covered in crap. Like when I got out of the attic, it was disgusting down there. Yeah, squatters, man. Dude, they got people living. Nasty. 15 people to a house in, a sing, in those single family row homes. Trenton's a different world, dude. Row homes. It's fucking different. Row. <laughs> 15, 15 people to row homes. <laughs> row homes. <laughs> Not even on a river there. What Not even on it. You can ask my Uncle Pat. <laughs> dude, guys lived down there his whole life. Yeah. Crazy what else was I going to... That's all right. What did that remind me of? Uh, scary movies? No. <laughs> no, there hasn't been anything good. There's pan Panic Room? Panic Room was dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Panic Room was dope. <laughs> Jared Leto had cornrows. Panic Room was dope. He did have cornrows, didn't he? Yes, he Fuck. did. Hot guy, Jared Leto. Fucking hot guy. You took pictures. Good. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Why did I just go? I don't yeah. think I want to look Half at them. Scottish. <laughs> Why is that there? Oh, you took pictures, yeah, huh? Dude, you are such a weeble wobble. <laughs> a weeble wobble. That scared you? Yeah. Gosh, golly. Me. You haven't been to real trade. No, I have, but I don't want to go back there. <laughs> That scared you? Yeah, dude. I don't like dude, that's that a playroom. That's a kid's playroom. <laughs> it might have been. Maybe yeah. Something. Come on. Uh, now. Against the kids' will, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. No, I would have played in some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually talked about it on the show before. <laughs> oh man, the roof, the rooftop playing. Oh fuck yeah! I'm now like scanning your loft for crawl spaces and holes that I should <laughs> worry about. Nah, now nah, you good. I would have found them. <laughs> yeah. This shit is pristine, man. It is. You know, it has a good vibe up here. I think. It looked very professional. It's like nice and calming. I like that look. It's kind of like what you said when you first got up here. It's a place I'd just like to light up a blunt and chill. It's up cozy. It's the cozy. unfinished walls. Yeah. No, but I, I like that. Say, did he say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. It Can reminds you... me of a, like attics that I spent a lot of time in in college doing things I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, but those were good times. Isn't it? And and here you are again. Yeah. Talking about. Right back. Talking about nonsense. We back, baby. Drinking. What's interesting about this to me is having podcasted before, uh, I've literally. My old podcast, we did about 40 episodes, but we only did one together. 
and we did the rest virtually. Oh, really? So this is a very interesting experience for me to actually be sitting next to people I'm talking to. Oh, you gotta be in. You person. gotta be. We tried. Well, what happened was the fucking did not. The one host moved to Virginia for a job, but we wanted to keep going. So, I mean, when the pandemic first started, we did about three episodes virtually. Yeah. Because quarantine. But, yeah, I mean, the vibe when you have guests on, when people are all in the same room, is just, like, completely different. The hardest part was the the delay of, like, a we basically did a Google Hangout and all recorded it separately and then mixed it together. Mm-hmm. But the delay makes you constantly talk over each other. Yeah. Constantly. Oh, as we've learned this year, for anyone who <laughs> had to work virtually on the fucking Zoom calls and meets and whatnot. But let's get into it, man. What was your podcast about, for those who don't know, or you guys? So the, the old one, my two buddies, uh, shout out Pat and Drew, um, they had their own podcast for a while. That's not one person, right? No. Okay. no. Pat and Drew. Pat and Drew. Jermall. Yeah, Jer and Mall. <laughs> uh, but they had their own podcast for a while called The Most Patriotic Podcast in the History of America Ever. Oh, okay. It's mostly politics, but like from the point of view of, you know, young 30s dudes. Uh, and they wanted me to be on it for a long time and that just politics wasn't really my my forte we avoided on this show like the plague yeah so i joined and it more became like current events type stuff that included politics sometimes but then we stopped uh around when the pandemic hit uh and we're bringing it back in two weeks but it's going to be like pretty much entirely hip-hop based which i'm super excited about because that's that's my whole avenue so and i i need we need uh rocky jamal john calvo back up here for this because he's (laughs) our resident rap guy golly gosh uh which which is why the the whole tagline thing just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's guys so a funny fucking rapper. Me. Yeah, yeah. So the new one's gonna be it's gonna be called Gold Don't Rust. Um, I like that. We're mostly gonna be revisiting like classic hip hop albums and seeing how they've aged. There's a grammatical error. It's yeah, syntax error. It's that. in, uh, intentional, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, you should actually do the blue dot underline thing. The, the little the, squiggly. Yeah. <laughs> the Google do put the little you. paper clip from Microsoft Word it's, in the corner. Excuse me. Yeah. Pain don't hurt. But yeah, the idea is to, because um, I do a lot of like revisiting old albums anyway. It's just kind of my style, you know, listening to stuff from the 90s. Like I have CDs in my car still. Um, and uh, like I grew up on that stuff, but my one friend Pat, who loves hip hop as much as I do, didn't really grow up listening to hip hop. Really? Was more of like a punk and emo guy, um, but what is into up? it now. So it's going to be interesting to see our different opinions because like, you know, I'm revisiting something that I listened to when I was 11 years old. So are we talking just like softly in the background playing and you guys are talking? No, we're kind of going to like uh, listen to it before the show. Okay. And then talk about how we think it aged. Like, is it gold or did it rust? Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So are you like going to be like introducing him to like classic old shit? There are, there are going to be some ones that he didn't he didn't listen to then. Oh, and that's, that's going to be a really interesting dynamic for me. That's I think that's pretty sick. And then, you know, we'll talk about some new stuff if anything new is worth talking about and, you know. Go on tangents, I'm sure. Yeah. You guys, are you going to have guests, or are you just going to do it? The- we will eventually have guests, yeah. Nice. Yep. A tribe called Guests. Mm, I like it. Oh, there's a good one. <laughs> I like that. But yeah, that'll be, uh, oh, I don't know the exact date. Like two Wednesdays from whenever today is. <laughs> the first episode's coming out. Uh, nice. Did you record it already? We're recording. We did like a trial run this past Monday, and we're, we're finishing it up next Monday. You guys fucked up the trial run? Tell me more. No, nah, it was kind of just, uh, we haven't talked on a on a Google chat in a year. And that's uh, how we still have to do it. It's so. still Wiimote? Yeah, we have to. Damn. Yeah. So actually, I think it's May 19th. Is that a Wednesday? May 19th? Hip-hop podcast. You missed yeah. us, Rock. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I love classic, that. Classic hip-hop podcast called Gold Don't Rust. Okay. We're going to revisit one classic album each episode. Cool. Kinda, 
in your mind, what is considered classic hip hop now? Honestly, right. how, see, that's, how does it qualify? The, the yeah. fun part is uh, that's going to be super wide open, right? Um, if it's something that I loved when I was growing up, if it's something that's on a Rolling Stone list, whatever it is, um, yeah. we're, you know, it's kind of going to tie to like anniversaries. Usually, like this album came out 15 years ago today, so let's talk about it type thing. But ja we're not going to stick to that. What exclusively. more can I say? What's really interesting is the first episode we had planned already to do uh, DMX. It's dark and hell is hot because oh. that album came out uh, late April. Of 98, I think. Um, but it was our plan anyway, and then he passed, so it yeah, made it a much more interesting thing to dive into oh, for the for first sure. episode. So Yeah. It's uh, pretty wild. Cause I remember, and you probably remember too, when we were like in high school in the early 2000s, uh, 20 years before that was like the 80s. That See, was I'm like, old though, so I'm a little older than you. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so 80s or not, 70s was like, I guess, classic rock, right? right? right. Sugar Hill Gang. So it's, it's funny to think about like, early 2000s hip-hop like 50 cent <laughs> is that classic hip-hop well that's where like, it gets interesting too because the reason we started talking about doing um anniversaries of albums is because it fucks me up when i realize like an album i still listen to came out 26 years ago or something like that i'm like yeah. am i that old now yep but that's just sure how it go how it be so wow. crazy yeah so, yeah, i mean it's an awesome concept I think, thank you uh, that's amazing yeah that's pretty cool and i don't even like hip-hop but that that is dope i mean it was I've been trying to get them to move more towards music because the three of us know each other in some way, shape, or form, um, either through music or because of our love of music. Um, like, I live with Pat in college, but we really connected because of our love for hip-hop together. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been trying to get them to kind of push towards that anyway. But uh, once the pandemic hit and we stopped podcasting, we kind of thought maybe let's revamp it and find something that we really care to talk about rather than just, you know, because we were just kind of like, hey, what's the news this week? Yeah. Right? I mean, it's tough. We kind of went, like, the pandemic was tough for us, too, with, like, when are we going to meet? When are we going to do shows? Exactly, but, yeah. You know, I'm glad that you're revamping it and, like, coming back strong with something that you're actually passionate about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hip-hop's, like, my favorite thing in the world. I'm wearing a Biggie shirt right now, so. So, what are your thoughts on newer hip-hop? Uh, uh, it's not for me, mostly. That, that's, like, that's a pretty popular opinion, right? Yeah, I mean, but I won't, I won't like trash any of it for the most part um there's a lot of like new artists who i can listen to and tell you like oh this is dope for for what it is but yeah i'm not putting on travis scott in my car see that's what's so hard for me because like i always say like i don't listen to hip-hop or i don't like hip-hop i think that has more to do with like i just don't understand what's happening now with it it's a totally different music I feel out of the loop yeah. i feel like out of the game but like every every album that you're probably going to talk about is definitely something that i've like 100% listened exactly, to and yeah. enjoyed. Like, most of the things we're already planning to talking about came out in, like, the 90s. Yeah. So. And I and I, I forgot how much I listened to hip-hop back then right. because of how much I, like, can't stand it now. It's so, like, it's such a weird dynamic for me. And I love hip-hop so much that I try so hard to listen to a lot of new music because, like, mm -hmm. it's pretty much the only... I haven't played a non-hip-hop song in my own car ever in my life, I don't think. It's all I listen to. Yeah. Uh, so I try to revisit the new stuff, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, there's a... A totally different style now than what I grew up on and what I'm used to. So, I also think that it's not hip hop anymore. It's I, just different. Well, it is different. It's more of like a there's it's a, it's evolving into something different. Like I, I to say, oh, it's like try and tell Jared it's a rock and roll song. Well, it's, there's a pop element <laughs> like, to it now. Uh, this yeah. isn't rock. This is alternate postmodern, <laughs> and it's like 
It's not untrue because you're like, yeah, actually, you could put probably five bands in this category. Yeah, where that's what most of their shit sounds like. I think so. everything got so diluted, and then hip hop like, is such an interesting term anyway because it it's such a wide range of shit, regardless. But I think there's a foundation to it, right? If, like a true hip hop like artist should be able to do things like freestyle, maybe a little bit of battle. We think like, so, but like, like a, these kids didn't grow up on that. No, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. I think it's like different. some of these kids literally like were born after Biggie died. Right. So oh, it's a 100%. totally different world. And hip and hip hop heads who created the genre of hip hop in like the eighties would be like, Oh, what DMX is doing exactly. is hip hop. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well there's nothing worse than like well, this is for me, this is my opinion only. So sorry if I, no one likes this. But and I'm like I'm seeing posters things where it's like this dude went so hard on his verse and it's like he's fucking singing. Yeah. Like he can go hard on shit. Like what yeah. the fuck are we talking about? He's singing in auto tune with like a generic made beat. On SoundCloud. Right. Like, that's what I've never understood. Like, ha- Have you guys seen this kid on TikTok that um, acts out, like, uh, popular rap and R&B songs? I have. That have other meanings. He is fucking fantastic. Yeah, he lip syncs the whole thing, and he plays every character, and he just, like, drops scenes and goes into, like, verses that really do go hard or, like... He does one where he's dressed up as Beyonce and he's talking about when, like, one day when Jay Z came to the studio and listened to the Lemonade album. And for context, it widely kind of feels like it may have been in response to Jay Z's infidelities. Who knows yeah. what's going on in there? Love, but that's kind of what the general consensus was when this album came out. And so he does one where he's like singing the words and he plays the part of Beyonce. And then he plays the part of Jay Z, and he also plays the part of the producer, huh. and it's really fucking hilarious. Like I've the seen kid's the kid. fucking What's funny. His, I can't remember his name. Lil Coot, something like that. Yeah. I think is his handle. If you want to check him out on TikTok, it's really funny. But and you can't. It will not play on here because it's literally just you'll hear Beyonce music. <laughs> yeah. But like he plays Beyonce, like giving Jay Z the finger, and he's like Jay Z's putting his forehead in his palm and then like the producer's like oh (laughs) he does one where he's doing the weekend songs and it's like the weekend he gets this like real sexy camera angle and (laughs) and like the producer's like yeah, he just vibe into it at first, and then he like catches his eyes and he's like oh shit all right like tries to play it off like he's not like all into it and looks at the wall and then he goes cuts to a shot of like the weekend's character with shadow against the wall and the producer's just like rubbing the top of his monitor he's like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) it's so good man and then you realize like the song really is like it's just fucking sexy song yeah so which is what i love about revisiting shit you know and 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 what you're doing here right and it's especially going to be interesting like i said because like a lot of these albums that we're going to talk about are stuff that like i literally grew up on like i remember playing the dmx album in my disc man like walking to school (laughs) but like pat didn't so he's going to some of it he won't be listening to for the first time, but, like, he doesn't have that uh, nostalgic context. Right. And Drew's kind of right in the middle. Like, Drew grew up on hip-hop, but kind of wasn't as crazy about it as I was, listened to other stuff, too. But it's going to be fun to see, um, you know, if my nostalgia gives more credit to things than it should and more than I realize. I love the perspective of it. And that's... So, yeah, it's Gold Don't Rust. It'll be on everywhere. There you Um, go. That's awesome. We're yet to be on Spotify, so I'm jealous. Yeah, we'll be on Spotify. Uh, We'll be on... I think we go through uh, Anchor. Okay. It's like a podcast hosting thing that like puts it on everywhere for us. And and honestly, like we can put, I think we can do that now on ours, but we'd have to figure out the backlog of hundreds of episodes. Yeah. And, and I, I just, honestly, God, haven't spent any time on. We were actually gonna yeah. uh, 
we're going to change um, because of, even though the backlog of episodes is totally different content, if we don't keep using Anchor, we lose all that. So we're kind of just going to do it just so it's still out there in the ether Damn. somewhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, man. That's crazy. It's, it's uh, the struggle of a, of a podcast. Just like, <laughs> it's, it's wild. You, you don't think this stuff adds up, but it's like, oh, fuck, where am I going to keep this? Yeah, How am I going to get it where it needs to go? Ours is stored on a website right now. That's right. That is right. Luckily, that website's Google. Um, know, it's, go, go ahead. I was just thinking, you know, because you keep saying, like, when I grew up and, like, all this stuff, I think, um, I mean, you might be a little older than us. I think we all grew up in a kind of a cool time for music. Because it was still like some of the greats were out there. Yeah, like, Britney, bitch. Britney, like who, who's the Britney now? I can't think of someone as famous as that. See, but I wonder if we only think uh, that because we're old. Billie Eilish. Like I yeah. was gonna say, what's her face? The Dua little, Lipa. The little Guatemala. Like, are the people who are <laughs> teens now when they're our age? Are they gonna Ariana say that about Grande. their music? Maybe. Yeah, maybe 100%. we're just it's old man, old man shit. Yeah. Yeah, but, but is it though? Like who? Like you specifically with hip hop, I think it's different because hip hop was so new when we were young. Yeah. Like I, I was born in '83, so right. I'll be 38 this year. Okay. So like I literally grew up as hip hop grew up, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. we're not when, that far off. Agreed. Yeah, no, it's not much different. But like when I was like ten years old in the early nineties, hip hop was still learning itself right. too. So it's naturally going to be different because there isn't hip hop that was forty years old when I was a kid. Yeah, you know? for sure. That fucking oh that I'm now that we're talking about hip hop and like old hip hop, I'm like. Thinking about the times I would just like skateboard to like the early Nas shit. Hell yeah! And like I had it on a tape. Yep. Ah, dude, it's like so nostalgic. Like I why, still have why a lot of my was tapes. a CD invented, by the way? Because tapes fucking slapped. They didn't skip. You were skateboarding with tapes specifically only to go to a specific song. I think. Like I used to hate skip, wanting to hear yeah. one song on the tape and having to fucking fast that forward and see where it was at. Skip track. Also, it all went digital, and that's when like you yeah. can start making your own CDs. That was kind of dope too. That was cool. You know, you didn't have to record it, off the radio. <laughs> yeah, with your I, tape. I used to make. They called them pause tapes. I used yep. to make like mixtapes when I, I was a kid. My non like, tape was that. Yeah, I had to sit there and like stop and play, and and you lose quality so quickly. And but yeah, that's what we did. Do you remember your first burnt CD? My first burnt mm-hmm. CD, yeah. Papa Roach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it really? That's good. That's good. I can't believe you remember it. I remember because it's tremendous Andy, recall. Andy Chalovsky burnt Papa Roach for me and wrote Papa Roach. Good friend of the show. Oh my god! I mean, a lot of my tapes of hip hop when I was a kid were uh, my sister. I have an older sister. Her friends would like dub me the Wu Tang album or whatever. Yeah. But we labeled them different because my dad did. I was young. My dad didn't want me to listen to mm-hmm. Dr. Dre the Chronic when I was nine years old. Yeah. So it would, we'd like write like Metallica on the Dr. Dre tape. That's yeah, smart. I, Until I got caught. Yeah. Yeah. He like tripped over my headphone. I remember this so vividly. I was like maybe 11 years old listening to The Chronic. And like it was like the song that's like, uh, uh, like the one where he's talking about like, easy, you could suck my dick and all huh. this shit, right? Yeah. So I have my headphones on in my room. My dad goes to walk out of my room and tripped over the headphone cord. Popped it And up. it popped out. And he was like, he looked at the tape and it didn't say Dr. Dre. And it was like, okay, now we're going to put everyone in the tape player and see what it actually is. And they all went oh, in the trash. Damn. Oh. Yeah, that was funny about the 90s, like, when hip-hop came out and, like, suburban parents, like, literally were, like, explicit, co- that whole explicit yeah, content yep. thing came out mm-hmm. and, like, the, the CDC, or not the CDC. I was working at Sam Goody at the time, right. bro. I you was weren't allowed to, to turn buy. down my peers. I was like, sorry, son. I got yeah. grounded because of Onyx. Yeah, my mom was like, you can't buy that. It says it's like the only time I was grounded as a kid. My sister bought me an Onyx tape. 
I forget what the single was. Slam! It was, it was like their other single. But the B side of the single was a song called Black Vagina Finder. <laughs> I mean, that slaps though. And my parents were like, nope, 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 nope. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember like, um, <laughs> oh, uh, fuck, like early DMX when it was just like the shit he was rapping about. It was just like, yeah. whoa. And we were like, in? the first bar on his second album is about fucking a corpse. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's the exact song I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what's crazy about that too? Uh, and I think this is why it was cool that we grew up then, because like the parental control things, like our generation was fighting to say whatever the fuck we wanted to yeah. say. And now this generation's fighting to like cancel people. Right. It's like the complete fucking opposite. It's crazy. Right? Yeah. It's like, crazy. That's why we don't understand it. And that's why there's always going to be a divide. Yeah. It's like we were raised in like this safe environment and then got introduced to like the world through music and like dangerous situations or dangerous words and like. All this shit, and it was like oh. pulp fiction. Yeah, it was like yeah. fuck yeah, like the world is like scary and like big. In retrospect, that's why I loved hip hop as a kid because yeah. it was literally like a window into a world that I would never yeah. ever know about. And it's crazy. It's like oh, you have to learn to be like tough, or you have to learn to like understand that you're not like the center of this universe. Like there's bigger shit out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, it's just like everything's like spinning back around to like oh no, you can be safe. You are in a safe space. It's like. There's no way DMX would put out an album in 2021 <laughs> covered in blood on the cover and yeah. talking about fucking right. a corpse. The cover is crazy. He'd be canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's so nuts. They tried to cancel Eminem recently. You see that? I mean, it's crazy. if it means he stops Fun. rapping, I'm fine with that. You don't like Eminem? Not anymore. Uh, I loved Eminem. No, I'm talking old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the wait. Movie. Well, they can't cancel him in the past. Well, they were trying to cancel that's, yeah. like his new shit. Yeah, that's like, how I don't it need happens. To, new Eminem sucks. Though. Everyone yeah. who's old getting Eminem, canceled, though. I don't need to hear 55 year old Eminem rapping about dick and fart jokes. Like I'm good. <laughs> from the past. Preach. Yeah, but it's wild. It's it's crazy because how old is Eminem? Can he, we, I think he's forty something. Uh, he's right around fifty, actually. I think. Wow. He's got to be super close to it. How old is Neminem's? Not the peanut one. The little 48, guy. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, his whole thing was like fucking let's do drugs and say obnoxious shit. It was, was like it. It was awesome though. It was fucking great. Yeah. Purple pills, that was a legitimate like radio banger. Like Well, I don't think that's necessarily changed in music all that much though. So, like No. I still think different drugs are, though. Like, exactly. Right. Just yeah. like, it was like the know. the wave of the little Zans. Yeah. Xanax, Percocet. Yep. They're all little Wayne clones, though. They all look the fucking same to me. I'm just saying. I'm a hater. When I actually just saw, I forget what festival it was, but one of these music festivals that's, like, going to actually happen now that the pandemic's lifting, and I looked at the bill, and I counted 11 lulls. That's ridiculous, right? I'm not even lying. Literally 11 lulls. Oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> well, I mean, and then, like, specifically Lil Nas X. Like, how can you, like... Well, that was on purpose. No, I know, He, but, like, like, was being a troll, but... How... Yeah, but, like... But they're all lil or... Or there's a dollar sign in place of an S. Like, you didn't earn that. To, yeah, you right. You didn't earn that to be able to troll that. Like, I get it that it's a troll or, like, whatever, but, like... I do love his trolling, though. You do? Yeah, his music sucks. I hate it. I don't, like, I don't mind the new song with the, with the controversial video. I, oh, that's, I, no, I love that. Yeah. I have nothing against him. I, like, Isn't he, like, blowing the devil or something? Yeah. He's, yeah, like, <laughs> slides down a stripper pole and then just gives him a... Hellacious lap dance, which I mean, hey, if you're into pun that intended. sort of thing, man, it is just yeah, pun absolutely intended. But the song itself, I honestly don't mind. It's a pop song, like yeah. I don't, I don't consider it hip hop or rap no. in any way. But like, yeah, it's it's like my older son was obsessed with Old Town Road, and it drove me fucking crazy. <laughs> Him and everyone else in the world. <sighs> yeah, that one got played. But like, a, you can't a tell a six year old he's got to turn it off because it sucks. Yeah, that's true. You can't say sucks. 
You're right. You're right. <laughs> you canceled Rick. My, <laughs> my mom hates that word. I don't know if I've ever gotten all of it, but she is like the chillest woman on specifically earth. sucks. Sucks. Yeah, Interesting. Now, now that you're I saying that, I kind of yeah. remember that. She's like, <laughs> she has correct me on that. Yeah. Like back in the day. She like cringes and like will stop you dead in your tracks. She'll let you literally do anything you want. It's all good. What the fuck Whatever is up, Mrs. Happen. T? Yeah, 100%. What up, Jared? Man, this shit sucks. Whoa. With the socks. <sighs> 100%. Stop traffic. I love bad words. Yeah, yeah, we're going to need it. You're not wrong. Yeah. My man. I, I have his volume down. I told him to bring up the soundboard <laughs> and I had him just full muted. That's right. I've been slapping around here. Oh, you've been hitting He's been clicking shit. Yeah. I'm like, this shit not working. It's crazy. I've also oh. been thinking about like the Wu Tang clan a lot lately. Mm. My favorite. I. I, is it? I was gonna say I was getting to that. What's dude, your favorite? The Wu? Like, it's hard the for Wu? me to pick a favorite like artist or rapper or whatever. But like my favorite album, if I had to pick, is Enter the Wu Tang Thirty Six Chambers. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that's. I had I owned like six different tapes of that and three different CDs because I kept wearing it out. So is saying like that record is that like calling a, a soccer field a pitch? Interesting. Even though I you're still, American, I still say record. I'm wondering. I don't mind it if you want to go with the record terminology. I think, but I but I do mind the pitch thing. Like, so what are you supposed to say if not record album? Because that's still a term for a vinyl. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I think album was more rooted in classic rock, early seventies, and then I think hip hop took over the record yeah. when people started scratching and DJ. Yeah, but people use that's it so an loosely. Point. They can call it uh, one song a record. See, but they'll call yeah, like to me. I don't. When I say record, I mean like a whole complete LP or whatever. Yeah. I call it an album. I, album. I think I would call it an album. I think so. Interesting. I think album is like the the um, the term for like the complete work is an album. And I think the record the would be single. No, the record was like the hip hop community taking album records. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they would play records. That, and then I didn't realize that I said that until you pointed it out, though. But I guess I always say that. Like my favorite record. I don't know if you did. He said I had that CD, and I was like, <laughs> "It's it's an antiquated dork." <laughs> what a guy. That ter- that term though, like sp- specifies a place in time. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Like I can take that and be like, "Yeah, this yep. was <laughs> this Absolutely. was in this area," yeah. and maybe you burned it, right? Which you can makes play it the an whole even CD smaller straight through. Yeah. yeah. Do you think a great rapper or a great hip hop artist, however you want to take it there? Um, is someone that can put out a record or an album, and you can start the first track and just bang it through it. I think that's all music. That's uh, all music. 100% all music. I don't think that exists as much anymore, though, and I don't think it's because people can't do it. I think it's because there's no necessity to do it. Right. Because everyone's streaming now. That's it. Also, people are shooting for the single... Because it's short attention span. Yeah, to get the the notoriety, but especially because like, people aren't like physically buying music anymore, or even buying to download it. I, I'm gonna say this just really quickly, inter- interjectionally here. I think we're oversimplifying this, and I can tell you, there's been a couple cases that have just been alarmingly eye opening for me recently. Like, I'll give you one that maybe is not gonna seem obvious. Dua Lipa. Her fucking albums, front to back, absolute slap apotamuses. Well, of course. I think there's artists who do it. Yeah. And, and, and I just that's don't think a, it's the goal anymore. I think we're just oversimplifying. And I think as an art, like, as a true artist, it's still, it. like, to, to Rocky's original question, I think there there's a community that's still deep-rooted in, like, I'm making an album, a record. I want it to be a thought 
that's cohesive from first track to the end, and those who still appreciate that will get something out of this. And yeah, like Dua Lipa is a perfect example. Of someone she has like what five number ones off her most recent album, something like that. But you literally can listen to the whole thing all the way through, and it's mm-hmm. like I think there's probably a lot of uh, record label politics and pressure that goes into that that we don't know about too. Like yeah, sure. I mean, you could look if you look at like your favorite five albums on Spotify that are new. I guarantee the streaming numbers on the first few tracks are so much higher than the last few. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People don't listen through anymore. So it's like... That's true. Yeah. Tension span is 100%. I'm yeah. just saying, I don't think and the ease artists of are necessarily there. Yeah. Also, I think people used to take a lot more time working out albums. And then, which is why you usually see like a band you really like, their first album, all the way through is really good because they worked years on it, right? Well, yeah. And then the... Because the, it was also harder to make one. Mm-hmm. And production is like... Now okay, you can make it in your basement. Production is like you're gonna put out a second album and they rush the second album. Right. And like you find like there's maybe one good song on it. And it's like we just put that album out to like stay relevant. But it was also like when I was growing up listening to new music, I was either buying the tape or the CD or borrowing it or whatever. But like when I got a new thing, it was all I got new for like a couple weeks. Right. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. on Fridays when music comes out, I just listen to everything I can. Like yeah. 50, 50 songs on a Friday. Which I couldn't do back then unless I was spending $100 a hundred dollars a week on music. You had to physically go get the exactly, CD yeah. and put it in your Same. car. Had to go to and the like, wall. I've only listened to it, <laughs> it twice. Yeah. yeah, Fye. Fye. That's what it was. What was that dude's name that worked at Fye when we were at the mall? Phil. Phil. Remember Phil? Used to drink hot teas. Oh fucking <laughs> Phil. Yo, I had such a. Uh, <laughs> this is actually a good one for this crew. Uh, it was like a, a crash of my conscious. This dude used to come in. He worked at Fye. I think he was on some sort of like government paycheck. I'm not gonna get too far into that because I don't. I don't know. Um, and he's obviously listening. So yeah, I don't want to talk <laughs> for sure. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't want to put something out there that you know. Either way, he would come in and he would sit and just like chat up whoever was at the bar at Lawrence Grill. In the Quaker Bridge Mall for hours. Drinking tea. Drinking hot tea. Mm. And here's my here's where I had like this issue, right? My manager would tell me you have to charge him for every tea. But every single other patron in the restaurant could get free refills on no matter what the beverage was as long as it wasn't alcoholic. Right. Now I understand both sides, and quite frankly, I didn't want to fucking talk to the dude, especially on days when there was no one else in there. Yeah. You're stuck holding the bag. I oh. would be like, oh, my God. So, so like, some days, I would be like, yeah, it's, it's going to run you an extra 205, bro. All mm-hmm. right? Let's go on your tab. And then other days, I'd be like, I got you today, man. Don't worry about <laughs> it. You over here, mind your own business. It's my You're not fucking bothering me. How did you, I mean, how did I remember you handle hand, them? I just remember handing him tabs sometimes that were like eight dollars and he'd freak out yeah it's like well you had four t's today phil <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you think lipton fucking regular ass hot tea is free no how do you brew it pretty tea much is but no nope. uh, hot water from the coffee machine and just a tea bag okay i was gonna say like is it like actual like hard work the only reason no. i charged him for every single one bag. specifically because he was annoying to me because he would like interrupt me taking care of other customers because he needed an, another lemon slice or something yeah, you're like, dude, you're spending three dollars here. Like, let me finish what I'm doing over here to people who are actually he, spending. He money. definitely had no concept, and I don't know if this goes harkens back to what I was saying. Like, 
there was some something going on with Phil where he maybe wasn't all there. Well, in general, I think, and it kind of ties back to what we were talking about with, you know, restaurants opening up, where should you go and everything. Like, I hope people took this year to appreciate the service of bartenders and servers, et cetera, at restaurants and bars because the average customer sucks so bad Yeah, unless I, they worked in the industry. Right. Yeah, but I never, I mean, I I didn't work in the industry as far as, like, waiting or bartending. You had friends who did, though, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah, I guess I just always understood it as, like, what's the point of, like, treating uh, wait staff or bartenders poorly? It's the uncomfortable majority, though. It's seriously like the customer oh, service. I just don't understand it. Like, I've always joked that, like, when I'm king of America or president one day, like, everyone's going to be required to work at a diner for two weeks as, like, a diner server. Fucking all mm-hmm. the way in. I think you can tell the character of a human being by the way they for, treat service. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But the problem is, like, most times, unfortunately, servers and bartenders can't check that for fear of losing the tip or losing their job. Yeah. And most managers will just be like, don't worry, sir, we'll take care of you. Which is why I loved being a manager, because I wasn't like that. Like, if you were shitty to my staff, like, no, the bartender's right, you're a dick, so just go away. Yeah. yeah. Which apparently is not the right way to handle it, but it's how I'll <laughs> always do it. But it should be. We Everybody's been fucking coddled now, and you got dance around fucking feelings and shit. Like, this stuff, like, literally bothers me. I say, you, if you treat someone, like, disrespectfully, you should be fucking put in your place. I always said to shitty customers, like, they are your server, not your servant. And there's yeah. a huge difference there. They're yeah, doing also- you a service. Like there, I feel like people are trying to get like a one over on the establishment. Always, always. but and right. it, yeah, it's like, oh well, I would want like this free meal, or like I'm the customer, I deserve this, I deserve this. But like, it always comes onto the server or the waiter, mm-hmm. which, but like, it's just people being shitty to try and like get one up on the corporation. Bro, don't get me started on capitalism. You know, I go for days, <laughs> man. My favorite, <laughs> do not get me started. My favorite thing to shut down with customers is when like a dude would order like a soup and be like, I hope it's good because last time I got it, it wasn't. And I would just not order it for him. Be like, no, you're not having it. Yeah. You're already complaining about it before you got it. I'm just yeah. not going to give it to you. Guess what? It's not good again. Yeah. He was probably <laughs> a just, banker. Yeah. He just wants to be like, oh, this this was bad again. Can you take it off my bill even though I ate three quarters of it? Like, yeah. I would just say no. Sorry. I never understand those people. I don't get it. Like, it's a power you? play. Yeah. Yeah, but for what? For who? What's even worse is, like, I'm not as bothered by the people who do that to try and get free food from a restaurant as the people who do that and also don't tip the server well. Yeah. Like, if you're, like, trying to get free shit, but you also, like, make sure you tip 20%, you're a dickhead, but, like, at least you're not ruining the server's day. Right. But, like, if you're now also, like, my food was bad, so this person goes home with no money, it's like... Stay home then and cook for yourself. Right. Yeah, but I mean, on the other side of the fence, there is like bad service sometimes. For sure. For sure. Fair, but like but, also not enough to be like, oh, I'm pissed now. See, I'm super biased because like like, I worked in it forever, but to me, even bad service is still service. That's Someone what I'm is saying. still bringing you food and you have to do nothing but that, sit there and eat it. That's exactly my point. It's yeah. like, even when you're getting bad service or like they're not paying attention to you, whatever, like, oh, your food came, you ate it. You Unless you're like actually food. offended or injured. Yeah. Like you're still getting. Someone's waiting on you hand and foot. Like Exactly. That. It's like, even with bad service, it's like, you came here to eat, you got food, you ate, you paid, you left. Yeah. Just okay. don't come back. Whatever. They weren't like, they didn't take an extra minute to like talk to you. Like, whatever. Who yeah. cares? Yep. Yeah. And it's crazy too, because especially now with inflation, as far as like products, I'm not sure if you guys have been following, like there's shortages oh, yeah. in like everything. Big time. Right? So these prices are supply. going- Supply. Supply, demand. But here's the problem right now, what's going on. Everything's going up as far as the cost of shit, and people aren't getting paid more. Yep. Like, so how the fuck are you supposed to survive, right? So you got to fucking appreciate people when they're like waiting on you. It's like, this is how they're literally trying to live. Right. The other thing I'll say regarding like going back to restaurants and stuff, uh, 
one thing I noticed as being a manager of a bar and a restaurant for a long time is people only want to talk to me as the manager to complain. Mm-hmm. If you have really good service or like your food was dope, ask for the manager and tell them that too, yeah. because that goes a long way. But like every time I was like, yeah, every time someone was like, can I talk to the manager? It's like, all right, got to deal with a complaint now. Yeah. Never once ever was someone like, I just wanted to tell you that Mike was great today and I had a good, I had good service. They never said that. Just about do that. <laughs> yeah. Like if literally you notice that it's good, let somebody know. It goes a long way. Uh, I actually. Just to pat myself on the back real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Golly Willikers. Give myself a shout out. No, but for real, I, uh, <laughs> I was at this dude's house, um, you know, pitching business, whatever it was, and I didn't sell it, but he literally called in to talk to my manager and just said, this guy did a great job. And it, like, it threw me for such a loot. I was like, wow. Like, all right. So he actually appreciated my time. Like, I yeah. didn't waste my time because he actually appreciated what I did. He didn't buy anything, but at least I know that was time well spent. Yeah. Um, it does go a long way. It yeah. sure does. Dude, he it's bu- so easy. He bought your friendship. It's so easy <laughs> to respect. just be like nice, <laughs> said, motherfucker. I love or like, but it's be, not apparently. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, it's such an easy concept to like try and make someone else's day, or like not be a burden on other people, and like it's just something that like we haven't grasped. I think there's a th- there's a fine line there with what you're saying. Like, I'm a people pleaser too, like by nature. Yeah, and I think that there's there's a way to like treat people with respect no matter what side of that fence you fall on mm-hmm. um like i don't go out of my way to make a server feel comfortable or like hey like i'm not gonna be a dick i'm gonna i'm also i know what my job is here it's like i'm i'll tip you and i've been in the industry before and i get it but like if you're having an awkward day like you spill some shit like what like i'm not gonna go out of my way to be like Oh my god, it's okay. I remember, like, blah, blah, blah. like I'll just be like, "Damn, that's a shit day." You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that out loud. I'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Most good servers and bartenders will appreciate that realness, though. Right, one hundred percent. I mean, and I think that's that's part of it. It's like you don't even have to go out of your way to make someone feel. Like, if you just treat someone with respect, it goes a long way. And just you don't, don't be you, shitty. Exactly. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. I mean, it's... To your point, Rock, it goes a long way about your character to just not be a shitty person. Like, no matter what you're doing. And unfortunately, in the restaurant game, what most people don't know is it's just so many moving parts Mm -hmm. at all times. Like, you never know when it was a perfect storm and you happened to be the table. Yeah. Like, was the triple sat because the host is new, the chef just walked out. Like, all the shit you don't see that's going on, somebody, like, jumps in. Blah, well, blah, all blah. customers think that they're the only customer there. Right. Exactly. And it's like, you, you, if you didn't know that that was going on, that's actually a much better restaurant than you realize because right. that type of coordination, it, like, imagine that happening in your regular job, right? Like, people go back and they go to their office shop and they're like, oh, my, the printer doesn't work, like... We should just go home, you yeah. know? What the fuck are we even doing here? And it's like, that's you don't get that shot in a restaurant. And that, that's kind of why I wanted to get into it, especially with Rick here with all the experience. Like That's actually what worries me about stuff opening back up now because a lot of places are short-staffed because mm-hmm. people either aren't going back to work because they're still collecting unemployment. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you feel about that, I don't know how you can judge someone for wanting to take a pay cut to do more work. I don't blame people who are still collecting unemployment, but... Also, places are short-staffed or have new employees who haven't really had a chance to, like, actually deal with a busy day. Or, you know, things have changed because they've been so used to doing it this way or the other way. And I think there's going to be a lot of, like, um, like learning curve, even with places that have been open a long time. And I think it's going to, unfortunately, go bad 
because people are going to be like, oh, I'm finally going to a restaurant for the first time in 14 months. And it's going to be shitty, shitty because <laughs> yeah. because they're short staffed in the kitchen or it's a waitress who didn't work there when it was busy. And I think it's going to yeah, I but, hope people have a little bit of patience, but I'm worried. But if I ask for a side of honey mustard and you forget it, <laughs> unforgivable. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so glad you unmuted it for that. Yeah. You know what you drives me crazy, though? As much as we're talking about good service and Tell like, them, treating Jared. your ser- Tell them. servers well. Like, I'll never understand, like, waitresses or waiters or servers who, like, visibly... Like, don't want to be there? Yeah. Or, like... Like, are, like, doing all the things, like, they'll come to your table, like, with a... <sighs> yeah. What can I do? Like, yeah. like hi. How <laughs> yeah. are you? Yeah. Oh, it happens in every industry. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, it is. Just, and it it's is the what worst. It is. And right. that's, like, a personal problem. Right. It's usually a burnout situation. Yeah, I get it. And Been I doing won't, it too long. And I won't treat them differently, or I won't tip them because... Or I won't not tip them because of that. But it is like it's both sides of the coin. Of course, absolutely, yeah. I'm gonna, like, what I'm, are you pissed? I mean, about? I didn't say all that to say there's not a such thing as shitty service because there absolutely is. Yeah, but like, don't be a, don't be like a upset that you're there. Like we work with some winners at at LG. Oh boy, uh, yeah, there were some, there were some, some cases, <laughs> situations. Um, I'll give you an example today. So, I wanted to one stop shop, and I went into a supermarket that has a bank in it. Familiar with these? <laughs> is it just a Jersey thing? Because I don't know. I've, I haven't seen them other places. But Are like, you talk about Shoprite. I'll talk. Does not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying no. <clears throat> I can say no is a different one within four miles of that Shoprite that has a bank in it. I never even knew that existed. Oh, it exists. Oh yeah, most of them are PNCs. Not to throw PNC under the books, motherfuckers. Yeah, motherfuckers. Um, you're under the books, <laughs> book bank. Yo, you're under the books. <laughs> yeah, you're under the books, PNC. So I'm, I'm in, PNC? I'm in a situation <laughs> of just trying. Nobody to Nobody can talk. A decent right. human being. Fuck that bank. <laughs> I need a one stop shop. I need a card. I need flowers. Mm-hmm. And I need cash, okay? Because my younger sister, she graduated college oh, today. Right. Right. Got tap so, Mac. I need all this shit, right? I'm like, where can I go to get all this shit? Because I'm running late. If you know me, you know I'm running late. <laughs> and ain't that the and, fucking and I go, all right. They got a bank in there. They got cards in there, and they definitely got flowers in there. Because what kind of market doesn't have flowers? So I walk in. I go get my shit. Card, bang. Mother's Day card while I'm here, bang. Grab some flowers. Mother's Day flowers while I'm here. Got it. I'm like, this is amazing. I, you know, who would have yeah, thought? Yeah, that's a bunch of birds with one stone. Supermarket, right? Hell yeah. No wonder they named it that. <laughs> and so I'm self-checkout. It's easy as shit. Tap the card. I go over to the bank. I'm like, what's going on? Um, I don't have an account with your bank, but if I give you 300 bucks... Will you give me three one hundred dollar bills, or does this ATM give hundreds, and that would solve my problem? And the dude just looks at me, and he's as nice as can be. He's like, "So we have this weird policy," <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "I don't like where this yeah, is headed." Right? Any policy, but again, like I already know, like this is a human interaction where he's like. This is, person's not going to like it, just like the last person didn't like it, just like the person before that didn't like it, and to purchase Asked it that way. And answered. Right? Yeah. And so I, I have no qualms with him. I'm like, all right, yep, this isn't going to work out. He's like, do you have an account with us? I'm like, I got a mortgage with you. He's like, 
I'm like, say no more, man. Like, whatever. She's getting 20s. I, I just thought because I there was a bank in here that I could do something special and get some crispy hundreds, right? Like, she's a kid still. She doesn't understand what a $100 bill feels like. <laughs> she doesn't understand how insignificant it actually is yet. <laughs> like, part of it was me trying to be like, this is a learning experience. As soon as you break it, as soon as you spend $5, yeah. that 100 does no longer exist. Correct. That's how yeah. that works. So I'm like, all right, I'm a little disappointed. He's like, you know what, man? Again, because... I was cordial with him. We have a human interaction. He's like, you know what? You might, like, be able to hit up customer service. Like, I know they trade in, like, the other bills for $100 bills there or whatever. They might have them. I'm like, okay. So I walk over to customer service, and I'm I'm waiting my spot in line because this woman who's working the customer service desk is chatting up this other woman who's clearly regular in some way, shape, or form. Like, Which is every out. customer service at every shopping market <laughs> right. ever. Right. And they both kind of like look at me, and I'm just like standing there with my shit. And what again? Like I don't know what I'm supposed to do differently. <laughs> I'm in line, so That's, I'm just you like pretty hey. much reached. Yeah, so I just give them that smile, like you know, like the hmm, hmm. that smile. Yeah, if it doesn't play for you at home, it's the one where you don't show teeth. Yeah, um, take your time. And then I get a, another look from the woman who works at the at the grocery store at the customer service counter. She's like can I help you with something? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were dealing with her. She's like, no, I, w- what can I get for you? And I'm like, I'm just wondering if you have any $100 or $100 bills that I can give you uh, cash for. She's like, I don't have $100 bills. And like full stress, I can feel it, right? Like her whole <laughs> life was like a part of my life. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I like look at the other woman because I'm like, what's what's going on here? Like, what the fuck? I look at the other woman, I'm like, oh, oh uh, I, I'm like, it's cool, it's cool. I just, just wondering, like, if you don't have hundred dollars, she's like, I don't have, I just don't have them, okay? I'm like, <laughs> all right, that Whoa. fuck, okay. So you fucked up because you set me off. Like, I, first of all, I would have waited. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, simple question. Yeah. The answer is no, and it's unfortunate. I just had an experience with a guy who his answer was not as simple, but he, he did nice the total it. right thing yeah. to be like, ah, yeah, this is gonna suck. And, like, brace yourself. Did you throw PNC guy under the bus? No, I didn't. I should have. So like, like, well, he said you he wanted to yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> that would have been amazing. Because <laughs> you know he hates that woman. He, he's, like, got to deal with that every day. And, look, I don't know. Maybe she was having a bad day today. But she just, like, again, the vibe was off. And, to, like, to Rick's point, like, there's good service, there's bad service. And to your point, Jared, like, okay. like, But as a customer, like... If I do my part and, like, don't fuck up the vibe. Yeah, there's certainly nothing okay about, a like, attitude for just doing your job. Right. Like, you right. shouldn't be upset because someone wants you to do what you're there to do. Yeah. Right? Like. You know what I find? This is a thought I'm having right now. Oh, boy. Uh, here it comes. You guys ready? Um, so Gosh, follow golly. me on this. So I feel like, uh, from my experience, um, as someone who has been just commission-based my entire life, I eat what I kill, and it's very similar to, like, service, right? Like, you got to hustle, turn tables, make them tips, baby. But someone that gets into a situation where they absolutely hate their job, and they can literally show up at their job and do literally nothing and just collect a check, is more likely to complain about more things, right? That's true. Than someone that has to like show up and get after it, 
and which should it should be almost the opposite because I feel like the person that has to show up and get after it is probably gonna have a lot more to complain about because if they don't do their job at a high level, they're not getting paid. They might do a full. Well, but they usually work. complain about it like in the back. Right, right. But someone that is just guaranteed money is gonna be sitting a little bit differently, and I'm not singling out anybody. I'm just saying it's an easy trap to fall into. Well, I think it's probably I, also a personality type thing. Well, yeah, it's the personality type that has that like job. Like people that want to have that job. Yeah, yeah, some people want to excel at their job, and it doesn't matter how they're getting paid. It's like, I'm going to try to be the best at this. And that's, I feel like, a lot of people, but I feel like there's some people that just... They Ra- Rangers on a golf course. That's my number <laughs> one experience with this. Like, you can get... Okay, you cannot get a better job, in my opinion, than being a ranger on a golf course. You sit around in shorts all day. You bullshit with people who are out playing golf. If they pay tight shorts or loose shorts, that's important. If they paid a living wage to do it and tight shorts, <laughs> you're the fucking ranger, dude. Don't yeah, go walking around with MJ's situation. You're right. Um, you get paid to just walk around. If if it if it was enough money to like live off of, one hundred percent. That's a, well, what the fuck? Am I gonna put more stress on myself? Yeah. Why? The reason they don't pay you enough to do that job is because it's the best job on earth, <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> People still find a way to be dicks and complain about it in that job. And and there there you go. Like, cast characters. I, you know, you can't do it for them. It's like, hey, guy, like, aren't you just sitting in a fucking golf cart? Yeah. Bullshitting with people? Right. Like, you make your own hours, most likely. And It does sound like a hard you're job, You're probably though. fucking retired. <laughs> well, uh, my job's not commission-based. Like, I get paid the same amount if I show up or don't. Like, honestly, even if I don't even go, I get paid. But you have to do your fucking job to get yeah, paid. Yeah, but I just do my job. Like, yeah. I, it's not commission-based, per se. Like, I can't make more by being a certain way. But, like, I go out of my way to be that person that's, like, jovial or, right. like, a, someone would stop and have a conversation with. Like, I do that because I enjoy doing that. That's also personality type, though. Like, yeah. you, have, you have integrity. But let, exactly. me, let me stop you there, though. Like, if you were, like, fuck it. I'm just not gonna do this today. They'd be like, "No, no, no, bro! Like, you have to go do that. Like, you know, you don't, you don't have an option." Yeah, but I'll That's, be getting paid the same if I'm pissed or if I'm happy. Right. I'm saying, so you might like, as well be happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do it to be happy. But I'm saying, like, people who are paid on tips and wages, what's what's the game plan of like showing up to a table? And be like, what can I get you? I'll tell you exactly what it is. Uh, if you lose that job, it's so easy to just get another job doing the same True. thing. True, I guess There's no, true. like, I don't know what you do, but if you get fired from your job, you have to, like, look for a job to get one, right? Yeah. Like, most servers and bartenders, if they have some experience, can just go down the street to the other place that needs a server and just work there. Yeah, yeah but how is being, like, how is having an attitude ever worked out? Like, for anybody. I, it doesn't. Not, like, if someone's pissing off. If you gotta off, fill out all that fucking paperwork. It works as a bartender sometimes, because some people want to go in and, like, be pissed together. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially it. daytime bartenders. And yeah. Jerry, I lived you for a long time, and you work hard. Like, I'm not, that's not like, you're... No, I know. It's what My point was basically saying to, like, what's the game plan for these people that are, like, coming out angry for jobs that are based on, like, your your interaction with the customer when it's, like, you can go up and be like, hey, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. What can I get you? Well, this- I think that's just it, though. Uh, I'm not sure a lot of those people who are that upset about it are doing that job because they want to serve a customer. Okay. They're doing a job to make they're, easy money. They're just doing it, and they hate that they're doing Going it. Going through the motions, yeah. Okay, got it. And it's also the person that complains about their job is going to be the person that complains about the food and the server. Of like, course. that's They're just that person. I mean, I think we should all have space to complain about 
something we do 40 hours a week. Oh, for sure. But it isn't to a customer. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sorry if I misspoke. That's all. No, no. Like, and I'm not trying to be contrarian here. I'm trying to tack on where it's like, fuck, at some point, it's going to bother you. It's going to get under your skin. It's going to be annoying. Like, I know, Jared, you work out in the elements. Like, New Jersey winners can be a real (laughs) fucking son of a bitch and, you know, Living with you through one, it's like, I would be like, cold out there, cold as fuck. I don't even want to go out right now. And Jared, come home, like, from being outside all day. And I'm like, cold. He'd be like, oh, it's not that bad today. I'm like, oh. I'll tell you what, the, <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Me yeah, personally, not working, me, not working this last year gave me a lot of perspective on that shit, though. Like, all the shit I used to complain about, I miss. Yeah. Fair. Interesting. Like perspective I, is fucking huge. It's it ridiculous. Like I remember yeah. bitching to coworkers about like certain regulars, right? Like you're gonna have it at bars, especially at bars, bars and restaurants, but especially at bars. Like people, I was just like, why are you still fucking coming here? No one wants to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. You don't spend any money, whatever. But like, what's their first and last name? Uh, I'll give you a list. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a list. Uh, I'll, tw- I'll tweet it. <laughs> but uh, facts. I remember like I remember a point. Is that like, how you tweet? Yeah, you tweet your full name. Yeah. 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 It's called doxing, I think. But uh, but yeah, I remember like May, June of last year, like a couple months into not working for the first time since I was like a teenager, like specifically missing those people, and I was like, oh, I didn't really hate them at all. I just thought I did because it was like something to complain about, and I had to do it every day. But like. Realistically, all the shit that bothered me a lot about my job, or I thought bothered me, I missed a lot. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I think you have a choice. Like I think with for everything, sure. you have a choice, right? Yeah. Like, how do you want to approach it? You can take the red pill, <laughs> baby. I'm with you, John. I would always take both pills, by the way. I'm with you, John. Perspective, baby. That's it. You if someone's offering me one whoa, or the other, I'm, I'm taking both. You can't take both pills because he's Morpheus. <laughs> no, I'm taking both, bro. He will clown you. He will clown you. You can't cross the sauces. That's what I would do. Before he even finished, before he even finished, I'm gulping both. No way. He already knows. I'm snorting one and boofing one. He knows the future, dude. Boof it. I want to boof that bliss and take the real shit. There it is. See? One in the attic, one in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) But John, you're right. It it is all about how you approach life. That's a crooked toaster, man. Yeah. For sure. That's the best, uh, like, Hidden meaning ever. <laughs> one in the attic, one in the basement. Yeah, that was good, right? I'm, I'm fucking Gosh, golly. Smart, yeah. Maybe that's your yeah, tagline. That's right. Guy, one in the attic, one in the basement. Here we one are. in the attic, one in the basement. Um, you know where I got that from? Selling houses. So no. Morpheus. <laughs> yeah, Morpheus. I was watching Jimmy Neutron back in the day. Dang. Oh my god! Oh, you, you fucked it up, John. You could have let it go. You should have just lied to us. Let it go. We'll edit that out. Yeah, they, Yo, I was watching Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> yeah, you know where I got that from? Myself. I made it up just yeah, now. Yeah. Up just now. Jimmy Neutron didn't come out until you were already twenty-two. I was eighteen. No, I was. I was You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the correction. You no, were, you were exactly right. Yeah, you're right. Bro, come on now. Oh, Only man. been driving for three years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Burning my own CDs. I'm only at the on time. my third oh, job. Man, that's it. That's it. Yo. Good. Good. Good lord. Um, what else do we have on the docket today? Oh, we got to talk about our guy Elon Musk. Ah, big fan of the show, right? From what I've heard. Yeah, monster fan of the show. So Wait, so when you told me that when I was preparing to come, like you guys love Elon? That's the thing. Love Elon. He loves us more importantly. Interesting. How do you feel about Elon? I'm so torn. 
Because he, he smoked weed on Rogan's podcast? Yeah. Dude, get over it. Nah, he just, uh, he's like a comic book supervillain, kind of, but like a cool one. So I'm torn about it. It's the cool part that gets me. I'm not sure he's cool though. Like he's I don't not, think I, I don't think I want to hang out with him. He's a super nerd. I, I wouldn't want to have yeah, a beer with him. Smart. I think he's like notoriously not cool. Right. Exactly. I, I, that's what I meant. But like yeah. he spends his money on cool shit, <laughs> like, and that's kind of fun. He's yeah. a comic book supervillain. Period. But like a cool one. No. I think you just even. <laughs> I think you just even said he's not cool. Yeah. I Which guess. is kind of why I love him. Fuck you, trying but to he's say? no. He's like the he he's wasn't a a, mega his original storyline. He wasn't a supervillain. He like grew into one. Right? Like he was just like the boss who had a lot of money and then suddenly now he's a supervillain. Yeah, but he's only doing good things. Is he? Yeah. He could be doing a lot better things than like sending a car into space or whatever the fuck he does. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why I wanted to bring him up. (laughs) They just safely brought back four astronauts. So this was interesting to me. I didn't know that until you told me that a couple days ago because I don't pay attention to the news ever. Uh, I have Elon Musk app. Is NASA stuff now like outsourced to contractors? Is that how that works? NASA essentially doesn't exist. But like when I read an article, it said it was a NASA flight, but like SpaceX paid for it or something like that. So like is NASA just outsourcing? outsourcing. NASA is essentially a private contractor. Like NASA doesn't get funded by the federal government Yeah, NASA lost its funding a few years ago and like the whole program was going to get shut down. And I think Elon Musk... He like did his evil maniacal laugh and was like, well, "I'll take over this." Specifically said, "Like, why are we we stopping funding for this incredible program?" I think he had like. A Is it big... incredible though? Space Depends exploration. What you believe? <laughs> Is space ex- exploration incredible? Uh, I just think there's a lot better ways to spend all that money. Personally, I- I'm gonna put it this way. Like, I'd rather people eat than have a chance to go to Mars in 50 years. 100% not wrong. I also feel like we should have a way higher failure rate on on sending people to space. I think we probably do, and we just don't know about it. Well. Maybe one of those tinfoil things, but. No, I think we know all about January 28th, 1986. Is that really the actual date? Of the Challenger disaster. Why do you know that exact date? Because it's the day I was born. Oh, dope. Oh, man. Also, a uh, friend of the show, Eric Pack's birthday. Absolutely. Born in the same hospital as this guy. Fun fact. Same day? Same day, same hospital. Brothers switched at birth. Mm-hmm. And we are <laughs> docking partners. It was amazing. That sounds sexy. It was amazing. Yeah, they somehow got switched. Eric Pack, two Asian parents, <laughs> ended up with Jared Smith's two <laughs> Irish parents. <laughs> uh, he actually sent classic me a t- mix up at the <laughs> He sent me a text tonight and he said to say hi to all the boys here tonight. Oh, he? Hey Eric. Wow. What up, Eric? Wow. Uh, Elon texted me on my way here and said the same thing. So, yeah. Well, Elon's well, actually here, so we'll we'll yeah. check with him. Elon, he's in orbit. <laughs> oh, he's hosting Saturday Night Live. I, I can understand anyone who doesn't like Elon. We're big fans of Elon on this show. Elon believers. I'm just torn. I, I don't dislike him, but I'm not sure I like him either. I'm still deciding. And I think that's a totally fair opinion. I just look at it and I'm like, this guy. Is clearly just a genius nerd, kind of sociopath, weird dude. But I look at his track record and I'm like, I mean, he makes electric vehicles. Like, he's sending people to space. He's funding fucking NASA. So that's what I like about him, kind of. Like, he does the shit that, like, my son says he wants to do when he has money. But, like, he's a grown up who has money and he's doing it. Yeah, he's making so Yeah. Like, I'm like, Ricky, if I give you $1,000, what do you do? He'd be like, I build a rocket ship. And, like, everyone's talking about, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's $40 billion. He's literally put $40 billion on the line. Yeah. Yeah, his like, like you want to talk about a nutsack? His Tesla stock went like to zero, and he was like, "I'm gonna ride on the company." Like, boom, let's do it. 
He made the solar panels out of roof tiles. Like he's doing good. Yeah, things. the solar roofs are badass, dude. I'm sorry, that's the cool only thing I don't get right. is like he is like he's like too smart for this world, and he is doing like a lot of good. But like, why is he getting himself like tangled up with Grimes or like when he was dating? Because uh, he's name? fucking human, dude. He, and, well, like, no, I think there's a. What's the phrase? There's a thin line between genius and insanity. I think it's kind of like him. He's it's because he's so smart. He just doesn't know how to like do regular things. Yeah. That girl that like was suing Johnny Depp and like falsely accused him of all that shit. What was that? Amber Heard. Yeah. So he was dating Amber Heard after her and Johnny Depp got divorced. It's like why are you getting oh yourself God. involved with that, my guy? Well, also, he's a guy who like would never get Amber Heard if he wasn't a multi-billionaire. Exactly. But... So he's like, "Oh, I can just get this?" Yeah. I don't know though. He's a multi-billionaire. He's he, a guy who gets Amber Heard. Like I now he is. But like I think that's why he goes I, after. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know if I can draw that line. Interesting. As far as that's build- why I like him. Right. Because it's like I don't think he's cool. You're selling me right now. I don't necessarily think he's. cool. I'm buying the Musk stock right now. But he's literally <laughs> like, why am I not a guy who can get Amber Heard? Like, yeah, the rest of us easily looking outside looking in could be like, that's not a guy who gets Amber Heard. But like, he's got forty billion dollars. Like. Well, yeah, but he has $40 billion. Like, he always thought he could get everything, he also, and that's he also why he has it. put $40 billion on the line and be like, no, nah, well, I believe in it. And if you don't, you'll fuck it, because yeah. I want to make electric cars, and I want to make this world like live sustainably, and I have this vision, and I think it's possible. And like, you'll realize one day that it's the correct thing, whether you fucking make me a billionaire or not. Like, the guy still sleeps in his factories and shit. And it's like... So school me on what, what's his plan for space stuff? Like, why is he investing in space? Does he want to, like, colonize Mars or some shit? Yep. Yeah. It's well, it's something it that like it was his passion as a kid. So, with all this money that he has, that's now, what I said. That's dope to me. Like, yeah, he's like, I fucking love space. Like NASA was it for me when I was a kid. It's what made me who I am today. Like I don't want to see it die. Interesting. So his like NASA SpaceX shit is a passion project. Yeah. Where's he from? Does anybody know? South, South Africa. Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah. And as far Fam- as famously, Trump was like, great Americans like Elon Musk. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, I remember that actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is the only reason I know where he's from. Yeah, that's now that the only that, reason I, I bring yeah. that up is that I, like somebody fucked it up before me. <laughs> he, <laughs> he started PayPal. That's how he made his millions. Oh, I didn't know that. He's a yeah. He's a fucking super interesting guy when you peel back the layers. He and, really is. And then you're just like, and that goes back. I think my big thing on why I don't like him is like, the herd thing, where you're like. First of all, maybe this guy doesn't get an Amber Heard because he's so much better than Amber Heard. Like, okay, she's fucking hot. That's what I was saying. I wasn't saying because she's hot. I was saying he's so much better than her as a person, as a human being. She's notoriously, like, a, a shithead person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, bad person. Well, who knows what happened between her and I Beth, think my right? problem, my main problem with Elon is I just can't listen to him talk for more than, like, eight words. Because no one understands him. That's why we love him so much. Yeah, his brain is going faster than his mouth. Does that have to come off as smugness? It's it's not. He's not. Because that's how I take it. He's not being smug. He's like literally can't like. I think it, it's smug. Like when I, I see I a picture of like him and. it's smug. Not on purpose. I think he's like. When I see a picture of like him up. and Joe Rogan and Kanye, I'm like, I would pay any money to not be in that room. Listen, he's on Joe Rogan's podcast. Joe Rogan's struggling to keep up with him. Imagine what's going through your mind when you spend every waking hour trying to advance the world and you realize you're one of the few people on earth that can do it. And Joe Rogan's like, Will you come on my podcast for two and a half hours <laughs> and fucking talk about DMT and smoke weed with me? Like, yeah, maybe he's smug. Maybe he is smug because he's like, Yeah, that's what I should do with two hours of this fucking 
existence that won't last forever, certainly for me. And but are all I mean, you're rich, not smart guys like gonna, that though. They're not. I, I, I think, think that level of genius. Yeah, he's, you, yeah. He's a savant level. He was like, like I never took Bill Gates as smug. Well, Bill Gates isn't as smart as I him. don't think Bill Gates is Mensa guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's more of a stumbled upon Fun fact, something. I'm a, I'm a card holding member of Mensa. Really? Fun fact. Yeah. Fucking a. Can you get in? Uh, can you give us a tour? What is yeah. Mensa? It's just it literally you just have to be a certain IQ. You can take it. You can do it right now. You can take a test online, and if you pass the pass pass a certain level, you, oh shit! <laughs> you have to like pay dues and shit. So technically, I'm not a member of Mensa because I'm not paying them anything. But I did pass the test when I took it. Uh, I don't know, like seven years ago. Wow. Can we ask what's the number? I don't remember. But whatever the Mensa <laughs> level is, I'm higher than that. <laughs> I've done a lot of things since then. I don't that remember. Have wiped my brain out. <laughs> Which is totally fair, and I think like we what we disconnect with is people like Elon Musk that level of genius like sure very intelligent like probably a lot of people can keep up with him but the level of understanding and comprehension and how it all comes together in a confluence um, whoops no uh, is rare and I think you realize it and then I think you go look maybe I'm coming off a smug but in the grand scheme, I don't really fucking care because what you and I are talking about is inconsequential and it's actually a waste of time for me to explain it well, to that's you why so many when I could like be doing it. Die of drug overdoses and stuff like that because it's like, I don't want to talk to these people anymore. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Elon is rich from, from what he's done, but I think he's more on like a savant level of like, he's like, you don't understand like what's racing through my head at this exact right, moment yeah. while you're talking to me. I'm, like, thinking of complex things to, like, solve, try and solve. Like, right. my brain is always, that's what he's saying on Rogan. Like he's fucking like, Tony Stark. He's like, my brain is always just going. Like, the shit mm. that's just popping through my brain right now is, like, trying to figure out how to do this. Or, like, he's like, I can't shut it off. He's like, I, I can never shut it off. Like, it's just a gift I have, which is fucking dope. It's like an Einstein-level, modern, like, savant For sure. level. But it's a curse in this world where everyone wants a piece of that, and everyone's like, oh, I need an interview, and I need a this, and you need to make a statement, and you need to do that. And he's like, I just want to fucking work. But yeah. he also, he plays that up himself, though. He could well, easily he be a, reg- a recluse, like, okay, at a but he tweets point, and shit, like dumb shit, and right? goes on SNL. But like, he's like, I need money, right? Okay, you and I were like, I need to make some more money. Like, I wish I had some more money. Okay, what am I going to do? I'll well, work I'm going to get jobs. a job. Yeah. I'm going to work. I'm going to do this. He's like, all right. Well, fuck that. I need money quick, and I don't need it to cut into my time building fucking spaceships. <laughs> like, so I'll tweet. I'll do these things. Like, it takes him literally no time to be like, okay, well, I need about 10 years to amass a fucking fortune. And at that point, it won't even be liquid money in my pocket, which I really don't even think the guy cares about. No. I think he's no. just kind of like, all right, well, as long as well, there's probably my a certain amount of money that you, has you can't operating care. capital. Right. I'm good because then I can just it's play money for me. It's He's, all yeah, it's all in the computer. It's like Tesla stock. See, but I think he yeah. I think he loves being that guy though. And that's yeah. where I get bothered by him. And listen, like he loves being like the one that we're talking about right now and we might hate him. Like I think he enjoys that. Well, we definitely don't hate him. Well, I'm saying, I don't mean <laughs> Oh, you guys are selling me. I'm I'm in on Elon. Yeah, now. he deserves it. He's but a I good guy. He, I think he's okay with like soaking the fire a little bit and like 
well, wants yeah, to be dead center his, of attention. Ultimately, that helps his stocks. It could be that. You could be right. In Tesla, it helps yeah. his stocks. In, he's he's pumping up Dogecoin right now. We don't. I'll, I'll put it this way. Hey, we don't know. I made money off that because of him, so thanks, thanks, Elon. Well, that's what they're saying. Like, him appearing on Saturday Night Live tomorrow. I know. This last is week, it went. Doji go up more and more. It's now triple what I bought it at. Wow. Which is still not much, but. But as far as like billionaires go, guys, I mean, we're not talking about one of the worst. I mean, this guy, like, think about billionaires. That's the other part. Billionaires are fucking douchebags. Like, fucking. Oh, you got old money doing nothing and he's doing shit. Well, I think that's the difference, though. I think the billionaire douchebags are the ones that just have money because they. Well, inherited it or whatever, but like Jeff Bezos is going to rot in hell. That's uh, a fucking douchebag. Yeah, but because all he cares about is money. Yeah, Someone just self- made a funny point to me today, by the way, uh, about how Bezos and um, Bezos, Bezos, how the fuck you say it? Fuck that guy. And Gates are both um, divorced now, and it was like if th- these two richest guys can't keep their wives happy, how is any man supposed to? And that was <laughs> funny to me. Yeah, but like fuck he's a guys. dick, but also he's kind of made life easier for a lot of people. I could live without Amazon. Oh, I don't know, man. I could, but I don't want to anymore. I would happily. <laughs> I love when I'm like, shit, don't I melted shit my it. slotted spoon because I left it on the oven <laughs> while I was cooking. I'll get one tomorrow. Yeah, but you were talking about mom and pop shops as far as like restaurants. For sure. He's For literally sure. killed them. Yeah, you're right. So like you you're don't right. hear about like mom and pop like you're hardware right. stores except in West Trenton. Hold it down, baby. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's Convenience it, is so dope it sometimes is. though. It is, but I don't yeah, give I a mean, fuck about Amazon. Two, two day I'm so lazy. Two day shipping? Come on, man. I think there's... Yeah, there, there's certain shit. I mean, it does come it does come back around in the sense that what Amazon has built, I don't know necessarily needs to be the profit puppy. Right. For, He's the greediest for human being on the planet. For sure. Without because, question. like, Amazon built the technology. <laughs> That's the fantastic. Location. It's definitely worth money. They should take their cut. But I think they need to start giving back to the people who are selling on their marketplace <laughs> In, in, That's where he's just come back. Agreed. Well, even the driver, the delivery guys. I did the math one. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But if he just took a billion dollars of his two hundred billion dollars that he's never gonna fucking spend, he can make those people six figures, right? And yeah. they could live a happy life yeah. and still grind all day for him, and it would be nothing off his shoulders. Nothing. It you would think about that kind of money nothing. though. Like how much money that is? Two hundred billion dollars. Like. That's what I'm saying. Fuck that guy. It's literally unfathomable to me. Yeah, I can't. It's way too much. Like, when he got divorced, his wife became the richest woman in the world, wasn't she? Yeah, for sure. And she's giving it all away. But she, like, she took... half of his money. Right. That's... How much money is that? Way too much. I can't... Oprah's like, fuck, you know, fuck, fuck I've you. spent hours wrapping my head around it. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah's like, I've been doing this shit for 40 years! There's a good billionaire. I like you know Oprah. You know she's what's cool. fucked uh, about? You know what's no, fucked about this? No, she is crooked. That's all right. You know what's fucked about this? She was the richest woman on on the planet. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. and then someone got a divorce. They got divorced. Oh, now she's the richest woman well, on the planet. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's an interesting way to think about it. It's like, well, well but okay, imagine that okay, kind of money. Okay, so essentially, essentially, no, because it wasn't her money when they were together. Wasn't there? Yes, a, the fuck it is. Which is why when they're not together, it's her money. Wasn't there a Chris Rock thing about that though? About OJ, like you know, if you make five million, half. Yeah, if <laughs> yeah. you if you make ten million, your wife wants five, you're fine. But if you make 40,000 and your wife wants 20, you might have to kill her. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah. That is like, old school Chris Rock. Imagine man. Yeah. He's doing family films now. <laughs> imagine, no shit. Yeah. But imagine you're the Amazon guy and you have so much money that literally you lose half of your worth and you're still like a top five richest person. Right? That shit fucks my head up. Think about that. Like he, when I'm like trying to pay my bills at the end of the month, I'm like, yeah, imagine but if dude, I didn't. 
The weirdest thing is it's not even like this giant pile of money that you can picture. At it's a, fucking a, in a computer yeah. somewhere. At, at a it's billion. a number. The files are in the computer? It's at, a number. At a billion. He stopped thinking about money. Exactly. Ever. Like, everyone said, oh, he got greedy for more and this and that. No. Like, he was running a business, and if a business isn't growing, it's dying. That's like right. business 101. Yep. Yeah. He did think so, about money, though. He, no, I don't think he did. No, I, I think, think he legitimately was just kind of like, why would I give up my stock in Amazon that's just going to continue to rise? I'm going to run this company so that this company does more and it does web services and marketing and also, like with the pandemic, it was a it was a powder keg of like oh my god, literally no one can leave their house. What do you think they're going to do? I didn't have Amazon Prime until last May. I was like, oh, got to do it now. Well, Mr. Bezos, I've had it for so a So the reason why I think he, he does think about money, though, because once you hit a bill, right, you can stop thinking about it, right? Like, what, what are you thinking about as far as paying for it, right? But he wants to get more and more and more. Instead of, like, why don't you make the most badass company? You have the best service that everybody fucking loves. What, like And I spaceships? pay the shit out of my employees. You want to work for me because I make so much goddamn money. They do. I'm paying my all employees. all make well, 15 bucks an hour. But here's where I get torn about that, though. minimum, like, it's... I think he would pay them more. If people stopped working for Amazon, that's where I get torn because people are like, oh, they should pay Amazon workers more Then people should just stop working there if it's so bad. But people right? got to survive. Right. But I think if if people suddenly were like, that's not enough money, he would raise the rate immediately because he wouldn't want to lose his fucking company. But as long as he can just mindlessly churn out know. and just pay the next guy. Yeah. Also, he's, he's not going to be like, I'd like to make less money. My beef with <laughs> Amazon and the whole... Uh, profit puppy of it is that they don't pay income tax on yeah. profits yeah. because of all these and they jump around it too. subsidies yeah. and shit that they so they go to certain areas mm -hmm. and so like they don't have to pay the local taxes and look the company pays a shit ton of taxes their lawyers will fucking hide behind that for years and years and years but it's like all right the company had an 11 billion dollar profit you don't fucking need it. You don't need it for a goddamn thing. There's no more, there's nothing more to invest in. And if you want to say, okay, I'm not going to pay taxes, rebuild the fucking roads. Like, build high, you got $11 billion last year. You made $20 billion a year after it. You avoided all the taxes. I think on that's the what he's been saying. That's what I'm though. saying. That's yeah. literally what I'm saying. But that's put it somewhere good. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, it tastes like the hand soap you have in, like, Bed Bath & Beyond hand soap. <laughs> no, but think about this, right? Uh, oh, there was shit. some stat at some point, and I don't remember where I read this, but it would take about a billion dollars to clean the oceans. Jeff Bezos could be like, ocean's clean, here's a billion dollars to clean it. I saw something recently, some fucking meme, and I didn't fact check it, but it was like, uh, how, like, Amazon could afford to... Um, like send all of their employees' kids to college. Then do it. Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like do these. That's things. where that type of money yeah, fucks me up. That's not a good there. business model. Why John? is that not a good I business model? I get it. I get. Why is like, that not a good business model? Philanthropy wise, like that's smart. You can do some good and change the world. 
But as a business model from a guy who started from nothing and created this business, it's just not in his, it's just not. Does he not donate money though at all? Well, let me take it full circle then. I don't know if he does or not, but so he does literally, he's a fucking piece of shit. If we're talking, like, <laughs> I don't know let he, me take it full circle. Let me take it full circle. He is literally he's a, a piece, of shit. piece of shit. But, right. His whole mission is I'm going to make fucking money and Gosh take golly. as much as I can. Gosh, golly. Elon. <laughs> yeah, that's everyone's but, mission but, starting but, a but, business. But I know, but like now you can change the world, dude. It it doesn't matter. We live in such a place where like we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time, right? Jeff Bezos, you can't take it with you. Fucking change people's lives. That's what Elon's doing. He's trying to change people's lives. That's why he's. The I'm fan with of the show, you, right? I'm, I'm with you, Fuck man. Jeff Bezos. I'm with you, and I think okay, it's just not the model. That's, That's where, where I'm headed. Is. is that you've now hired people who are the best in the world at their jobs, especially at like a corporate level. And you hired somebody to figure out your tax shit. And now they have a team under them because it's 20 years later. And they're the best in the world at their job. And they did a good fucking job. And they saved your company money. And listen, anyone who's ever worked for any company knows, like, if you can do shit that either brings money in or keeps money in, that's a win. Like, you're doing your job. So the machine is working so well and I don't necessarily think it's an Amazon thing. I think this is a fucking government thing where, it where it's like you yeah. literally need to be like, yo, okay, people buy shit from you even though they could buy a million other places for the same price and sometimes cheaper. Like it, people don't even price shop anymore. They're just like price shopping on Amazon because it's so much easier. You know you already paid for your shipping, like all this stuff. It's like, oh, it's free shipping. You pay $120 a year for free shipping. It's like, okay, yeah, at some point you're going to make out maybe. At the same time, think about all these other subscription services where like you just have to buy a CD for 15 bucks. Even when we were kids, it was like 13, 15 bucks. Now, any song you want, $9.99 a month. But guess what? Everyone's doing it. Yeah. So it's like the people that don't pay for it, but the shipping's getting paid for, whether it's you or it's like, it's not free yeah. shipping, but like it's getting paid for. Right. So they're, just, you said $11 billion. They, they grossed or whatever it may be there. That was 2019 to 2020. They right. made even more, like they made a $8 billion profit in the first quarter of this year. We all forget $8 like billion. right before the pandemic, he increased his fucking pricing. Like the guy made it more expensive to have Amazon. Like what was the point of that? You're like now it's like oh I'm just gonna take more of your money. Like was he still CEO at that point? Because he's recently stepped down as CEO. I don't know. What would you do with two bill two hundred billion dollars, Mike, as a person? Like, Unfathomable. What would you do? Uh, with two, uh, that's why I say you stop you stop thinking about money at one billion. But what would you do with it? Like you have it. If I gave you two hundred billion dollars, two right, chicks at the doing? same time. <laughs> two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> Here's and, that, and that's probably how Bezos ended up divorced. <laughs> exactly. It's like he like grew into that role. It's not anything he even thinks about anymore. It's more like, oh, grow the company. What's more fucked up? You know what I recently watched? It's called Rotten. It's on Netflix. But they dive into like markets and, and shit that's going on in the world. One of the episodes was on bottled water, the bottled oh, water yeah. industry. So I'm I'm gonna give you the cliff notes here, but so bottled water is basically they used to like take it from streams. They don't do that no, anymore. No, there's no regulation. There's where no regulation. They from. drill and then they dry up and they move. And now pe- companies are selling purified water, which is just tap water, purified, and then they add minerals back in for taste. So you're basically buying bottled water that is tap water. And here's what they're saying: 
they're saying that people spend like I'm just gonna throw out numbers because I don't remember the exact number, but it was like eight bucks. People spend people spend <laughs> people spend fifty six billion dollars a year on bottled water. Not me. And it would cost forty million dollars to fix the entire infrastructure of the entire country to give everyone free tap water. It's the same exact quality. That's the kind of grind. Capitalism, baby. Yeah, capitalism. Uh, you guys are literally itching to get me started. Meanwhile, people Flint still have dirty water. water. Rub the beast, that's, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Flint oh, is, is because yeah. of dirty water. Mm -hmm. And it's you're paying a dollar something a bottle, that same plastic bottle that you paid a dollar of water for, with your tap, which is the same purity and same quality of water, you can fill that up every single day for eight years at a penny a gallon. That's the racket. Your tap water is as pure as the bottled water you're buying. I'm a tap, 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 tap. Always tap. The oh, fridge man. water can fuck itself. I'm a tap guy too. I'm but a tap. I have to have a Brita filter because my I still live close enough to Trenton that my water tastes like pee pee. Yo, give it okay. a tap the problem water. though. The problem. If it's a taste, yeah, it's taste. The problem gonna be a bad The problem. The evil. No, the other one's called DJ. Something. It's like a barge. Oh, the yeah, evil was... in the bottled water thing is raise the bridge. The amount that people spend in bottled water is like triple the amount that it would take to give everyone free water everywhere. Yeah, I believe it. I we're trained to ask for a bottle of water before we get to the table because so everybody has it in their house. Well, that's what I mean. Like it's crazy, you could f literally give everyone in the country free water. Not to mention the plastic waste and all that For shit. For less than the price that yeah. people are spending on water yearly. Which, it, it, go, it goes back to, like, this is this is a government thing because people are stupid, are dumb yeah. when you get them en masse, mm -hmm. and they don't realize, and it's like, you know, they think they're so divided on certain things, but really, you could talk to somebody who's, like, extremely environmentally conscious and be like, well, I don't drink tap water <laughs> and you're like why not oh well there's, there's shit in it it's like okay where where's your water coming from smotty pants yeah you know what i mean like and nobody knows the poland like, spring obviously yeah, exactly right. nobody <laughs> fucking knows you know poland? They, it comes they, from there. Yeah. yeah the spring that's there right it's 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 a yeah. waterfall and it's all i mean i don't have you guys seen sea spiracy yes no it'll fuck you up yeah i watched a few if episodes. you haven't seen it it'll fuck you it's up it's a little yeah. uh Purposely like fear mongering, but well, there's a lot of truth to it, especially the personal shit yeah, that he yeah, gets yeah. into. Where he's yeah. like, "This is so dangerous." Yeah, they're like trying me. to spin you to be. I'm like, okay, upset. Well, I don't honestly care if you went and you tried to film all this shit, and you know, it it was dangerous, and you knew it the whole time. Okay, we don't need to keep revisiting that. Right, I yeah. got it. You made the documentary, right? You're still here. Like, let's let's go off of that one, but. At the same time... You know what the first thing I think when I watch something like that is, though? The people who made it, are they making money? Or are they donating that money back to fix whatever they're complaining about? I, I mean, I think... It's my you, first thought. I think you make enough money that it makes it worth it. Your time, you recoup... Like, are you whatever. a filmmaker or are you, like, an environmentalist? You recoup your you recoup your expenses and... You, I would hope so. And you make enough money that, like, you can do it again. Like, you know, I, I think there's no problem in profiting... Oh, no, I didn't say there's anything wrong with that, but, right. like... They should. Are they That's helping the issue that they're pointing out? Well, all, what what was alarming to me, and I won't get into too much of, like, 
the details that you should really kind of soak in for yourself if you're interested in this or saving the oceans or understanding commercial fishing. But the takeaway for me that was just stuck was like, wait a minute. You're telling me the only way to fix this problem is not to eat seafood. Right. That's why I said it was like fear-mongering kind In of. mass. Yeah. It's literally like yeah. I have to watch this with everyone else yeah. and we all have to come to the same conclusion that yeah. like it says there's one really way to fix this yeah just stop which can't be true i think it I'm is not, i'm not smart enough to know but i look i, I also don't care because seafood's fucking delicious i think it's like i'd rather ways. i'd rather just not know i don't think the seafood's the problem i think it's like the way they get it or whatever yeah i think that's like when people try to share videos with me of like a like i have a vegan friend who's fucking annoying uh, i don't want to call his name out but i won't but like he'll be like, oh, Roger, watch this, watch this. <laughs> his name's Elon Musk. But no, hey. he, he'll be like, yo, check this YouTube video of like how they treat pigs. And I'm like, yeah, but bacon's fucking delicious. So, oh well. Like, I just don't want to see that video. Like, maybe that makes me a, a bad person or something. But like, no, no. There's a, there's a but there's a line where it's I uh, like no one's going in and punching those pigs in the face. But that's just how they have to do it to fucking mass produce. Yeah, delicious I mean, ham and bacon and there's a hard pork truth chops. with chickens, with, yeah. with pigs, with beef. Like, there's a hard truth if you enjoy eating those things. Like, you got to scramble a few eggs to have a pig. <laughs> That's his tagline for next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, and I also get like people who don't want to do that, and that's fine. Then don't eat it. Like, I get oh yeah, it. I don't. I have no problem with my friend who's vegan. Yeah. I have a problem with the fact that he tries to face fuck me with it every time I talk to him. I'm just like, dude, just do your thing and I'll do mine. We're yeah. fine. Like, am I really destroying the world more when you just drove to my house in your car? Yeah. Like, it's, we're fine. It's the same argument. I'm going to go eat a steak. You can enjoy your kale and we'll be fine together. It's the same argument like when, when uh, we used to smoke cigarettes. It's like the people who don't smoke would always be like, you know that's killing you, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I do. I actually know that. Like, why is it so important for you to tell me how bad I am? You know who does that? Children. My son just did that last week. Yeah. We were walking and we saw an old Asian dude smoking a cigarette. My son literally pulled his mask down and was like, you know that's going to kill you. <laughs> and I was like, yo, Ricky, shut the fuck up. And yeah. the guy was just like, like laughed at us and smiled. And I was like, Ricky, you can't, you can't do that. He's like, but I'm right. It's bad for all of us. And I'm just like, okay, but you're yeah. six, so that's okay. Yeah. That's who does that. Children. Children, but also, like, grown-ass adults Assholes. That, like, yeah. love to tell you what's good yeah. for you. That, look, I'm all about the no more inside smoking thing, but you could for smoke sure. a cigarette right next to me outside, and I will never. You also used to smoke cigarettes. Uh, right? Didn't you? Uh, yeah, but, dude, you could smoke opium right next to me but I'm not sure non-cigarette smokers feel that way. No, they don't, but that, but, but it's because of the fear-mongering. And it's, yeah. and it's again, yeah. like, it goes back to, like, all you can do is essentially invoke the fear in people. And people are dumb and they'll believe it. But, like, it's almost like we just, I don't know. It, it For me, it goes back to the fact that there's not a lot of, there's not a ton of critical thinking about how shit gets on your plate. And, like, okay, you wouldn't eat so much tuna if it was whatever. Let's call it $10 a can. Okay, is that a way? To your point, is that a way we can combat this and be like, no, you I know think what? There's also a, an element it's, of trust that you need to be able to like take those steps. Like my vegan friend, who's always like, you know, I only eat 
this organic this and right. that. And like, how do you know? You just trust it? Exactly. There's also a good episode on this Rotten show about avocados. Right. And how the avocado industry is run by the cartel now. Yeah. Because like when I go to a restaurant, it says like, this steak was grass-fed, free-range. Like, prove it to me. Yeah. I just believe you. And that's what C. Spears. That's kind of what the water bottle shit is, too, right? Quite a bit of that. Yeah, exactly. How the regulators are actually just getting paid. I got getting fucking killed. Yeah, like trust people? Like, no. It's like the Kobe beef. All the Kobe beef you order now is like not Kobe beef. Not at all. But yeah, it's like Mexican cartels are literally running the avocado industry because America went crazy over avocados. And they use it to ship shit in, right? Yeah. And not, not even that. They literally are running avocados just to take the money. Yeah, because Mexico is like the perfect climate to grow them all year. Right. They were only growing in California in season. So we didn't have avocados. Oh, I just figured they were doing it so they could like hide shit on the avocado. No, trucks. they literally were like, oh, that'd Mex- be a great avocado. Mexico's second greatest <laughs> import is avocados. I'll so snort guac right now. <laughs> so they started taking over like local avocado farms. It's just like, fuck Interesting. you. Boom. Like, the whole avocado industry, like, made in Mexico is all fucking run by cartels. Now cartels I'm going to feel badass like. when I have my avocado toast tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. That's Cartel what, ran, baby. It's like, don't be holier than now if you're vegan or, like, whatever. Like, your avocado game is fucking the world up, too. You know, like, we need to run the same. fucking hot sauce industry. Y'all. Dude, you know what's delicious? Favorite hot sauce, go. Dip my fingers in ass. Sriracha. Sriracha. Really? I like Frank's. What are you? What are you, Cholula, Cholula. Yeah, I like Cholula, Cholula yeah. too. Second best for me. I use Sriracha more. Which is weird to say, dude. Fuck right off, sriracha <laughs> guy. Yeah, but, but it, come on. Sriracha is better as an additive as I'm cooking. For Cholula is better, like putting on top of a burger that's already. This done. guy sweats when he eats pepperoni. Yeah, I don't pizza. even eat spicy shit, and sriracha. I like sriracha. I literally, I don't know if you noticed when I got here before these guys were here, but like I ate tums as I walked in here because I, I did just, not notice that shit destroys me, but I can't stop. I literally had Tums in my pocket walking in here. I'm Irish, Tums. man. I can't eat spicy shit. Uh, me too, but I just eat it anyway. <laughs> like, if I'm going to be miserable, I might as well enjoy it. That's right. True. Let's miss the Rob. No cap. No, Broadway's okay. coming back. Anybody going to go? I am definitely I've never go. been to a Broadway show. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, I've never definitely, been to a you Broadway show. Tradition? No. We go every Christmas. You should bro. go see Hamilton. I love Hamilton. Oh, and God. I might go see it, but... I've never been to a Broadway show. Like you two or three times in my life, I went to New York planning to go to a Broadway show, and then just like went to an Irish pub Man, instead. Fucked and, off, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw Rent. Rent was Rent good. was the last time I went to Broadway. Last one I saw was Newsies. Oh, it was when good. When they I brought saw it back, too, yeah, that was good. Shit slaps. Big facts. God, that's wild. Yeah, I'm a I'm a frequent Broadway person, dude. For yeah. someone, Big, define really? for, like how many times have you been to Broadway? Uh, I can't count. Is that I many? Can't count. I can't count. <laughs> I used to go once Estimate. a year my entire life. Estimate and you don't like Hamilton? Wait, you seem like the 40. exact... <laughs> can't count. I thought it was more than that. I would have thought so, too. It might be more Frequent. than that. I mean, that all serious. I can't wait to go to concerts again, personally. Yeah. Like, I miss going to, like, hip-hop shows in Brooklyn. Oh. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Can't Me wait. Too. Can't wait. Yeah. I used to go, like, two, three times a year, at least. A little less when I had kids, I guess, but... Nothing like taking that Hamilton train ride to Penn Station There's and hopping on a subway... It. Something Summer stage it. at the beach, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Stone pony. Third eye blind. Let's go. <laughs> Stone pony. Where were we at that we slept in the train station, me, you, and Nick? Was that the rave? The 
That could have been any night. <laughs> I've almost been arrested so many times well, okay. in New York Penn Station first, for passing I was going to say, first of all, we need to acknowledge the fact that you were like, we slept at the train station, and all of us were like, I know exactly where he was. <laughs> yeah. In New York Penn Station under Madison Square Garden yep. waiting for the NJ Actually, train. you know, it's dope. When I first got out of college, one of my buddies worked for New Jersey Transit, and he worked in like the customer complaint department, and they'd get an allotment of free tickets to give out for people like... If you were late for your job because the train was delayed, he could just say, you know what, here's five free tickets for you. But it was like one of those things where they got an allotment every month, and if they didn't use them, they just went away. So, like, he'd text a couple of us and be like, yo, uh, I've got nine free tickets left. Just call and complain about something, and I can send them to you. And I, I took free trains for, like, six years. Oh, it's awesome. Very it was sweet. fucking dope. I, I do love a free train ride. Really yeah. nothing better than it. Especially have, since have now it's like $45. Of the one, of, one of the original idea makers of the show who was a train guy, and it's amazing. I except, just love that train ride to on, New York he's City. He's on the Express, if you, if you know what I'm saying. And <laughs> it, it's just a dream. It is a dream. It is a dream. That train. Um, I, I will say this about Penn Station, though. It smells good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? I mean, does that not just invoke a vibe? Like... If you've never been there, it's very if, if for whatever reason. What's you're, the word? Like visceral, like instantly. Yeah. When, when someone says Penn Station, I like feel the humidity and I smell it. Go yeah. to a place. Yeah. I I for one picture that one Auntie Anne stand. <laughs> I, I've never gotten a pretzel down there, but I just every time I walk by, it, I'm like, I think that's actually the move, dude. The worst. I think it's actually the I only picture. Move the in there. um, what's the the Dwayne? Not Dwayne Reed. It is Dwayne Reed, right? Probably. The C- Probably like the yeah. CVS type place that's Not in Penn Station? Yeah, Maybe it's Eckerd. Might be Eckerd. New York. <laughs> the, the thing I hate the most is like that little Jersey culvert down in the oh. bottom. Like everyone piles down into the bottom and you're all standing there waiting. And then you sprint. And then it's like this track. And track then 11. One yeah. door. <laughs> yeah. And everyone is just like. Uh, <laughs> one door. That's especially shitty, like when you've been getting hammered all night oh, at like yeah, a hip hop show or a Yankee game or something like that. You don't want to be within like, one uh, feet of someone. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, okay, okay. I took a train like four months ago, like during pandemic shit, and it was noticeable how much everyone was like trying to not be near anyone. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Almost in an uncomfortable way, though. Oh. Like people were like, you you have to sit one more like staring at me like one more seat back. Hey, you're too the close, rules, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Even won't... like the 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 lady who came around to like punch my ticket or whatever, had me put it in the seat holder thing and like not hand it to her directly. Mm. Interesting. I mean, we've all been on that train ride where it's like shoulder. Yeah, I was shoulder. like, what's the difference here? It's a new world, man. It's <laughs> crazy. <sighs> I'm like not gonna know how to act when we like. Go back out to the bars. I kind of love that because I never knew how to act. So now everyone won't. Yeah, no, I mean, I get, I get it. It's just like it's fair point. Like, yeah. It's like, what are we allowed to do? I've what always are we been, allowed to do? I've always I, felt I, really I, weird around large crowds. So tell me about it. You could all feel my pain now. <laughs> Gents, what do we got? We got any closing statements here? I'm feeling things. Peaches and cream by 112. I'm absolutely Check it listening out. to 112 on my way home. Zippy doo <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, thanks no, for thanks for coming on, out, Rick. Rick. Yeah. And hey, man, gonna definitely be checking out um, Gold Don't Rust. Gold Don't Rust. Uh, at Gold Don't Rust on Twitter. I think it's an underscore before it on Instagram, like at underscore Gold Don't Rust because someone stole that shit. Mm. But uh, yeah, it'll be on everywhere. Hey man, give us a follow. We'll definitely sure. throw you guys sure. some, some Check hype. Out the uh, we can we can probably tag it in this post tonight. Um, 
I think we we have the. And if anybody wants to talk so about hip hop, once we get going, mm. I'd love to have some guests on. So I love. Yeah. It. Oh man, that would be a fun episode if we came on and talked about hip hop. Like uh, crossing the worlds. Yeah. I, uh, the two of us can be up here. Just fake it. Together. And honestly, it's like a thing we'll we'll know a week in advance what album we're going to talk about. You can just listen to it and come talk. hundred percent, not going to fake it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't fake it. It was just like a, a, a limited selection of albums. It'd be like, uh, fuck, what would it be? Well, I mean, I I don't think we get to necessarily choose, which was what I like about it. And I like, would choose for you. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know, as as curator Rick might tell you. Hey, you, you know, you don't know until you've actually listened to it all the way through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's going to be some wacky, wild takes from the two of us, for sure. I, I think I'm probably more of a hip-hop guy than you, but certainly don't consider myself to be any type of uh, connoisseur. Yeah, no. I, mean, I have my shit that I like. That's what I mean. I'd be like, there are a few albums, like early hip-hop shit, like early Nas and DMX and Wu-Tang shit, that I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. And then, if you hit me with something like new, I'd be like, whoa. That's, that's kind of what I'm hoping to approach, though. Like, real quickly, I'll just say, like, uh, I have a super passion for hip hop and I always have. And I want people to, like, listen to an episode and have it be an album they didn't really check out and then yeah. go back and, like, oh, man, this is fucking dope. And then just fall into a whole wormhole of it because that's cool to me. Mm. Like, I want to share that love for that music. You know what I mean? Yeah. I 100%. It. Jamal gets it. Jamal could come on. I love that shit. Oh Golly gosh. Golly gosh. <laughs> it's more like gosh, gosh. <laughs> it's more like gosh, gosh, gosh. You got to get hoard with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. Oh, we've done it again, haven't we've we, Jerry? We've done it again. Hey, listen. We've I, absolutely done it again. Rocka, it's pretty good. I, I think we got a wet fart and a <laughs> foghorn out of it. But part of that was me... Uh, you guys made me love Elon, which is important. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're All back, right. baby. Pandemic <laughs> is over. Peaches and cream. I don't even have a 112 song lined up. I feel like I should now. Just nah. add one in post-editing and pretend you did. No. No. That's not our style. Which that. Anyone got requests on 112? I know which one I would play. Only You is my favorite one, the remix. It's got a great, oh. big, great biggie verse to start it off. Oh, it does. You're yeah. 100% right. Forgot All right, we're going to go with that. Special Jesus. Request. That's two in a row I've let the guest special I mean, I'm rocking a Biggie shirt, so. Yeah. I, I have, I have. Uh, it's also a great Mace verse. There's well, listen, blood on my hands because there's no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked the corpse. There it is. Whoa, okay. That's a man. That is, That's a, well, he did say it, though. I didn't write that. That's yeah. something <laughs> that you said. That's DMX. Rest That's in a, peace. Nope. That was That's a Jared Rich. You said <laughs> also, we should kind of have like in these long ones, long breaks. We should do the uh, in memoriams because <laughs> RIP DMX. Tragically, a lot of people have died yeah. since our last episode. A lot of rappers keep dying. Yeah. It's yeah. making me sad. It is pretty yeah. wild. That one hurt. Shock G just passed from Digital Underground. Mm. Humpty Hump. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's your chance. Yep. Do your dance. Yep. Do the hump. Do Shock the G is hump. solely responsible for the world knowing Tupac. <laughs> That's true. That he was in the movie. Too. Holy shit. Uh, uh, nope. Um, nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Great movie. Great Fucking movie. Great movie. But yeah, Tupac, Tupac got to start with Digital Underground. Yeah, Fucking he was a nerds. dancer. You forgot about that. You know nothing but trouble. It's I do. Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Bobo and Lil Devil. Yeah. Bobo. 
Dude, that movie is so sick, and not a lot of people know about it. I currently it. have that VHS on my TV stand at home. I don't have a VCR, VHS. but I have that VHS. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. You ain't got your TV mounted, boy? You need me to come over? No, no, I have like a stand under it for like aesthetics. We'll get into that off the air. You have an empty space underneath my TV? I actually have a floating stand. Now that I'm thinking about what yeah, you said. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, when you said TV stand, I was and I have like, like four VHS, and one of them is nothing but trouble. What are the other three? Friday. Ah. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Jeez. I just watched that recently. The serious? worst bad movie yeah. that's also great ever. Uh, okay. There's one or two other ones. you never seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? No. It's wild. <laughs> it's as B-80s movie as B-80s movies get. It's literally about I was like, more like a leprechaun. No, it's like it's like about like aliens. Stupid. It's, it's like, like aliens who are oh, I was on look like Ernest clowns. Choice too. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. They like kill kill people like by wrapping them in cotton candy. It's and like shit. leprechaun, but worse. Yeah, because it's clowns. It's worse. Than yeah, clowns. yeah. <laughs> but because it's worse, it's better. Mm, and it's, yeah. clear, it's they also spell yeah. clowns with a K. Mm, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not That's sure. <laughs> Rock, I want to say thank you for being on the ones and twos tonight. Appreciate you, my man, Jerry. Thank you, as always, for being my co-host with the most up here. Juror number split. five. Oh, Lord. <laughs> let's, let us not. I'll just let do it. Let us not. I'll just, just do, do it a bit. I'll do a Calvo's bit. And my man, Ricky Rubio, Rick Strip, thank you for being on the show tonight, It's my man. pleasure. Really appreciate it. Any last thoughts? Anybody else? You want to taglines? All right. Uh, we're going to play an Only You <laughs> Bad Boy remix Fuck yeah. from fucking 112. Yes. Let's go, people. It's Thanks, CSR Rick. 112. RIP Biggie Smalls. Thanks, Rick. It's been fun, my man. There it is. This has been the Garden State Revelry. We'll 112 you next time. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Uh-huh. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Jesus, the notorious just. Please us with your lyrical thesis. We just chillin', milk em, top billin', silkin', pure linen, me and little seeds. Malibu sea breeze, uh, dawn peas, uh, palm trees, cats named Pablo and milked out Diablo. The williest, what? bitches be the silliest. The more I smoke, the smaller the filly gets. Room 112, where the players dwell, and stash more cash than Bert Fidel. Inhale, make you feel good like Tony, Tony, Tony. Pick up in your middle like Moni. Yeah. Yeah. She don't know me, but she's setting up to blow me. Yeah. Yeah. Try to style sliding off with a homie. Escada Don Gata, player, stay splurging. Game so tight, they call it version.
sure you want to. Money, I'ma front you. Girl, I wanna flaunt That's you. Right. I'ma always want you when nobody wants uh -huh. you. If I die now, my love will still haunt Come you. On. Mace ain't the one that'll pay for your phone. Mace, the Mace be the one that'll take you home. That's Even right. though I'm not the one that gave you the stones yeah. on your days alone, I can make you moan. Uh. Everybody know I got more bounce than the ounce. Bad, Bad boy, get more money than you can count. Why I'm buying things you can't even pronounce. I do it to you, cat, for a large amount. <laughs> and when the beef come, you know where to be found. Why I be around till the winner is announced? The Then you go, is... girl, with thousands in your palm. Why you can't let bygones be bygones? Where do I go? What must I do if I can't live without love? Thinking of you amazed me, fear, baby, like I'm the only one for you. Girl, I want to Oh, yeah. I need you in my life. Why can't we just make it happen? Baby, I need you in my I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop.